You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Yes, yes, After Dark. I'm a different guy right now. Thursday night, Josh Adams podcast. Detroit is different after dark. So slept on the hoodies is in, but they already sold out. Get you some. I'm gonna have. I got more on the way. Fla- Father Flanagan, what up though? My baby Ricardo, Jeffrey Alabaster Horse, my kids, white Godfather. I love you, boy. I'm in here with the. Uh, it's a sitch. Niggas don't remember that. Niggas don't remember me, me and Jeff and Esther. Before I bring shit up, me and Jeff and Esther was out doing a comedy competition in Indiana where the promoter ended up robbing a bank years later down the road. Real shit. And Jeff and Esther got so drunk, they was in the car making out and all that shit. And then Jeff started freestyling. And it was amazing. This nigga said something about Motown Lab Kings. It's a sitch. And I was like in love with that nigga ever since then. Jeff has always been my nigga. And I would die for that white man. So when the race war go down, Jeff, you straight. Jeff blacker than a lot of niggas. Hilarious. Shout out to uh, in the building. We got uh, Kari, the, the barefoot CEO in the building. <laughs> yes, yes. He hit What's me happening? up to come do the podcast. I was sitting at the house watching uh, American Horror Stories. What up, Dave Jizzle? Okay. Hey, Dave Jizzle, November, November, December. What day is it? 27th. December right? 27th. My nigga is at uh 10 days. Yeah, yeah. In 10 days, he is at Sound Off Sundays doing his thing. Ralphie, what's up, baby boy? Um, Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Jeff, I die for you. But uh, somebody hit me up. Mike Leary hit me up like, Jeff is is like care more about black people than black people care about black people. Jeff is, uh, I saw Jeff getting into an argument online over some uh, race, race shit. But Jeff, he do that often. He do Jeff that often. isn't running the Jews. Did you know that? <laughs> like Killer Mike Fuck with that nigga Jeff The long way nigga Hilarious Like Jeff I, I be looking up at Jeff Like it, Jeff finds something Like White people fucking up And Jeff pointed out I'm like damn I didn't even know They was on us like this Jeff like I don't want no black people To take the vaccine, vaccination Jeff, That's how hard Jeff is He like I don't give a fuck What black bitch made it Don't take it I don't trust Hilarious. the government Hilarious That's my baby Here we go You about to get booted From uh, Facebook But I feel Oh wow Cause of the vaccination Yes sir brother before we go into that, uh, I'm going to it. So I have a lot of nurses in my life, right? Okay. So I should be a doctor at this point. And the nurses... <laughs> I don't know. That's how it works. But yeah, I, I think it you. is. No, not at Once not you had enough scrubs on your bedroom floor, nigga, you, you damn near an MD out here. No, no. Anyway, I write your prescription. But uh, <laughs> hold on. Uh, <laughs> Carlo said Jeff was an ally before it was cool. Yeah, Jeff was fucking with black people. His daddy is like, you look at his daddy and think like, this nigga love white privilege. His daddy hate that shit. Like his daddy. Hilarious. You think Jeff love us? Jeff daddy is like nigga, Minister Farrakhan. He just white. Hilarious. You know what I'm saying? But uh, this uh, I know uh, I I know a nurse. A lot of nurses uh watch this show or whatever, and they, they fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the nurse let me know that somebody are uh, people already getting vaccinated, and this was literally like if today is Thursday, Tuesday. Uh, some lady had got vaccinated, came in and could not stop throwing up. Wow. And they already forcing the nurses to like, or the medical staff to get vaccinated. And nurses left that day because they could not stop vomiting. So I don't know if that's just 
the side effects of it. Who knows what it is, but I'm just putting it out there that I've heard from a very reliable source that people are getting vaccinated already. And, you know, that's three people. But I'm just saying shit is out here. wild. Motherfuckers are throwing up like it's the, you know what I'm saying, the exorcist. So I'm just letting y'all know. I don't know where you where you stand where about it. I was not on it at first and then I kind of was weary about it. And then I was on it until she told me this. And it's like, man, fuck that. They're going to come get me. Hilarious. Hilarious. They're gonna come get me, Car. Hilarious. So you saying where do I stand on it? Where do you stand on it, man? The vaccination. <laughs> I definitely want to hold out as long as possible, just being that they say that the average vaccination takes seven years to go through trials. But damn, I don't even take the flu vaccine. Uh as a child, I got most of my vac shots, mm-hmm. you know, tuberculosis and all that stuff. Um, I don't think I had a choice in the matter because my mom made that decision for us. So yeah. I was able to go to public school. But uh I don't do the flu shot. Um, yeah, I ain't got one since I was a kid. I'm, um, I look at it like I just want more people to take it, but I also know with what I do in work, you know, it's one of those decisions that I'm going to make closer to the decision. I mm-hmm. hope that I don't really have to make that decision or I'm forced to make that decision until 2022. Hopefully by the end. So you trying to hold out until off. then, even though you say it takes seven years, you like, I'm trying to at least hold out for two years. So you willing to wear a mask and kind of duck this shit. Until 2022 before you get one. That's the, yeah, that's the hope. I, I don't think they, I don't think the supplies exist. I know the first <laughs> round are for the uh, essential workers, for medical staff is first. So wouldn't then they, they give them the good elderly. shit? I'm just telling you, this is what the the lines and the roads. It's, it's medical staff first, mm-hmm. then it's the elderly. Then after the elderly, they're saying it'll probably be kids. And then after kids, probably you know, down the list comes self-employed people like me. Now, with that being said, I like traveling. Sometimes I need to travel for work, and it may limit my travel. So yeah. they may the government may not necessarily force you, quote unquote, to take it, but you will not have certain liberties available to you. That's what this, that's the pressure so they're gonna put on you. The pressure also may come even even like with restaurants. It may be one of those things where naturally um a restaurant may not want to take on the liability insurance of someone, you know, dying of COVID or contracting COVID. So they're like, hey, people gotta show their COVID cards to get into Buffalo Wild Wings. So it may be one Damn. of those things too. That's going to fuck a bonus Thursday up because I like them. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, we out here, even if I were to take the vaccine, it's my boy Ralph. He said, I still wear the mask until some kind of a mask. I'm sorry, mask probably. I can't see everything you're saying, but I'm assuming he's saying mask. Oh, safety notice. Um, Well, it's a little <sighs> bit deeper too. We got to remember that a vaccine technically as I've been told, and I'm just using the logic that doctors have said, along with the whole concept of it takes seven years through testing. But that was so back some in the of day, that right? is medical testing. No, I mean, that is, there are still certain vaccines that are in medical testing going through the usual procedure. But, but I, all, ain't we further along, like medically, where we should be able to speed the process of this up? And That's what they're saying, but we are don't you know weary? what's medical and what is actually, like, how much of how much of the process like seven years is a long ass time to condense it to like nine months? Like all of that was just legal stuff and then and the paperwork. And then this crazy part about it is it's like you okay, how do it affect you directly? All right, bet. But then what about when you start having kids and then next thing you know it's like how that affects that shit. So But that's I, why the trials yeah. usually take seven years. It's almost, you know, it's the it's the G D joke. I mean, you yeah. can make up what is it, twelve years of school and 
well, how long is a GED possibly? Uh, uh, 75 days Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they smash I mean? all that into like, like three months or some shit like so that. So it, it's like, I mean, does it? Does it not? I don't know. Shout out to the people with the uh, GEDs too. I know that they making moves, but at the as same time- As long as a nigga, it ain't a know, nigga with a GED that's making this vaccine, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? The other thing we got to keep in mind is- the science and logic behind vaccines is that they give you some of what the virus is mm-hmm. to boost your immunity to attack what that is. Mm-hmm. And it has been multiple people that have gotten this twice, even sometimes three times. So this can attack more than once. So You know somebody got it multiple times? Yeah. Oh, so wow. I thought you people can, painted to me that once you got it, anybody's is there and they don't fuck with you. No, no. but that's the concept of Shout what, out to what JD happened the with, the, uh, with the vaccine. So... Being that, you know, you don't know how your body, especially, I mean, we all know this truth, too. This attacks different people in different ways, depending yeah. upon health, depending upon different backgrounds. It's been people that have been very what up, healthy, A1? Dealt, dealt with issues differently. It's been people that have been not that healthy and dealt with this head on. You know what I'm saying? So, like... um, so, so you know when you take that vaccine, you're welcoming COVID-19 into your body. Basically. So you basically just saying like shit, you ain't fucking with it till 2022 at the very at the at the very at the earliest. That's what I will hope. But you never know. Uh you, you never know what may change because I don't know what options may be available for those that have not vaccinated. So the fact vaccinated. that a black woman is the one who making it don't change it for you? Like, cause they, they trying to sell this shit to us. Like they talking about on the Ricky Smiley morning show, everywhere niggas at, they like a black woman made it. Like we supposed to be like, all right, bet I'm fucking with it. No, because I mean, it was a black woman that was given <clears throat> the, you know, <laughs> that was given syphilis to uh, the Tuskegee experiment. My nigga, too. it was a black woman gave me gonorrhea. So at the end of the day, I don't trust <laughs> these hoes. I don't trust these hoes. Okay, now that's a whole different get down. So speaking of that, that's when I, I, I made the decision the other day, dog, that I was talking to OG, man. I'm about to mess with only older white women. Because at first I was like, man, no, I ain't fucking with young girls no more. I'm about to give that. me a hold on. All right, I'm going to give me an older older woman, like an older black woman. But one of my niggas broke it down to me like, older black women don't play, nigga. They let you know what they like and what they don't like. And I'm like, I don't got time for an older bitch who don't believe in a nigga dream. So I was like, I'm going to get me an older white woman because <laughs> they are more... Uh, they're more, uh, what's the word I want to use? Pliable. They're more flexible to whatever it is. So that's the route I'm going. Because as you know, I mean, you was here when I announced I'm single, then a bitch. Mm-hmm. We talked about it on the phone. I don't know yeah. if we talked about it via podcast. Yeah. But I'm single and I'm out here trying to find what pool I'm finna swim in now. Because I've been in the pool of the black woman all of my life. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to play in the snow, brother. You crazy. What do you mean? And I, shout out to the people out there. It is snowing outside. Be careful out there on those roads. But nigga, what you mean? You, you have dated a white girl? A white woman? No. You don't need to play in the snow. <clears throat> black woman is too beautiful, my brother. They are very beautiful. And I'm going to still fuck around with them, but I'm a wife of, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to get me an older white woman. I'm thinking like more like 45-ish. A old, that's way out of the world. She don't know nothing about hip hop. She, she only knows Snoop Dogg. That's the only rapper she knows. No, you hold on. Like a Sandra Bullock or something. Oh yeah, a little Sandra Bullock. I'm not messing with it. It's like getting the first set of PlayStation. Oh, uh, they said in the second batch, get all the kinks out. But I still not getting that shot. That's the second uh, PlayStation. Uh, c- c- yeah, yeah, yeah. Reference when they compared it to the uh, COVID niggas only no PlayStation. But uh, yeah, man, that's where I'm at with it, man. <laughs> what you doing, bad one? I'm I'm telling you, I'm, white women is where it's at. Or, because I be, I be going in these liquor stores, you know what I'm saying, because my job, for the most part, bro, I'm fucking around going in there and give me a little, you know what I'm saying, Chaldean or something like that. Oh, man, you don't know. Be at a, you catch me at a liquor store working in there. 
We and my nigga Booty working in there. Uh, my friend. I don't know if uh, I don't know if Al <laughs> and Sam going to allow that. Man, they gonna let me. They love a nigga in there, man. They love a nigga in there. So that's what that's where my headspace at, man. So an older white woman. Sandra Bullock is a good ex. Yeah, but not not Sandra Bullock. I can't think of the porn star name. She thick as hell. That's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> Damn, what's her name? I'm looking at her right now too, dog. Uh, hey, y'all just put down their names of older and not Sarah J. Because I know niggas love that bitch. Not Sarah J. It's another thick ass white porn star. I cannot think of her name. Her name escapes me. But Hilarious. if you have it under there, hit me up. I got something for you. But uh, <laughs> I'm just sorry. I'm, I'm trying to rearrange my life because nigga, you remember when I was telling you, bro? I was out here. I kept a girlfriend for 11 years, nigga. I yeah. kept something that was yeah. my girlfriend, and now I'm finally like, I know y'all watch the podcast, and y'all have seen many women walk past the camera. <laughs> walk past the camera. <laughs> I know y'all have seen a nigga hand a bottle over this way every time, and I'm just staring at a motherfucker, not even listening. Y'all niggas not seen it. It's been documented, bro. Ain't nobody over there. Ain't nobody in the corner. Ain't nobody. And who fucking me in here? Ain't nobody fucking me in here. I'm telling you, I'm single, nigga. Ah, man. Yeah, tall boy, Arizona. <laughs> uh, Jenna Jameson. No, it's not Jenna Jameson. No, 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 not Jenna. It's a. Uh, yeah, Jenna, not thick. I'm going like, she's not thick. It's a thick white woman. But, uh,. I think that's where I'm at, Car. But you don't think I? You think I need to go here? I mean, I, ain't, I I'm not jumping into nothing. I'm gonna link up for one of them hoodies from you, bro, bro. Oh, for sure, John. Shout out, my baby Johnny Noor. Um, that's where I'm at with it right now, Car. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure all that out, putting the work in, and um, I ain't really focusing on a relationship. But I'm going to date. I ain't saying I'm just gonna straight up marry the first white woman I meet. But I'm Hilarious. gonna, I'm gonna be like, so hey, what's a, what's a good old white woman date? I mean, what y'all gonna be going to like? I don't uh, know. Like, that's the thing. Y'all gonna I, be going to Bob Evans or some shit. That's kind of Cracker Barrel. I, I don't know what white women do. That's the thing. Like, it's gonna be interesting <laughs> to go into this world with them. Motor City P said, uh, "What's that like?" Told she says, do, 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 "Toss my husbands." After four years, they gonna um, they gonna be wanting you to cuckle. <laughs> I ain't no bitch gonna cuckle me now. Nah. That ain't what they do. They bring a nigga in to cuckle. She ain't gonna need all that. We can go cuckle somebody else's husband. Nah, they go. It's gonna be a couple trying to get. Nah, you in. nigga. Uh, I told you that almost happened. I ain't fucking with that cuckold shit. I'm too uncomfortable with another nigga behind me breathing <laughs> while I'm digging his wife down. But um, I don't know. I don't know what a white woman date is. And when he get in, he leave your ass for a white girl. That's why I'm getting there now, because I ain't on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I do it now, y'all can't say that. Y'all can be like, damn, we was, y'all wasn't fucking with me with the side two missing to my shit right here was going back. But the white woman was, and then everything Hilarious. changed. So I'm telling y'all. I'm just Hilarious. telling y'all. Y'all got y'all to gotta hold that a nigga in. That going to look off. It's going to be looking like, it's going to be looking like your adopted stepmom at your shows. She gonna be wearing white women. Yeah. She gonna be wearing mom jeans. Mm-hmm. She don't drink Hennessy. She don't fuck with none of the shit I fuck with. She drink her wine. She chill. And you know, I'm just I'm a love my white woman. I'm a love really my Samantha. She gonna wear leggings to do yoga. I love my little <laughs> white woman, dog. Come in the house, kick it. And you know, I'm gonna I'm have to adapt to her lifestyle as well. You need a white woman with tattoos who wear NWA t-shirts under the so slept on hoodie. No, I don't even want her to know who. I, Ice Cube is. I want her to be like, oh, that's the guy from uh, uh, uh Are We There Yet? You know what I'm saying? Like, she know Ice Cube nah, from the other not. side of life. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want her to know that nigga who was like, coming straight out of Compton. I don't want her to have any clue. My, Martha Stewart might know a little too much about black culture because she fuck with Snoop. But that's what I'm talking about. That's the white woman that you're going to see on my arm at the BET Awards and at the Essence Fair. I'm going to take her to all the black shit just so y'all can remember. Mm-mm. She can be like, who is that young girl? I'm like, that's Megan Thee Stallion. 
<laughs> I'm about to tell her who it is. She's like, Megan the Stallion? Isn't a stallion a male horse? Don't that they, they don't know. They don't know. I'm talking to like they don't know. They don't know at all. She's gonna be awkward as fuck. I'm cool with that. White girls drink Captain Morgan. See, tell me more what I need to know when oh, I'm hunt, when I'm trying to get these white girls. I know they like Jaeger. Uh, they drink a lot of wine, box wine. See, I go in and out of uh, Aldi's. I work at Aldi's. I don't work at Aldi's, but we deliver to Aldi's. And all I see is that winking aisle shit, and then white women go crazy for it. So I'm just trying to get adapt to what they into. Maybe even maybe even Chinese. Maybe even an Asian. I, I, I definitely you go don't think that that's going to be something that flies. Why? With who? Okay, one second, man. What about the ass? <clears throat> Bro, I'm out of that ass. I told you. At this point... It's, white, it's some white women with ass and they ain't getting it for fake and it's some you know she can probably have black in her I don't know I don't you know even, you didn't even go as far as to say it's some Asian woman with ass they ain't gotta have ass bro they just gotta they gotta love me and be cool at this point I'm to that point man where I gotta just start I always tell people that they gotta take that list of shit that they, especially women that they want and cross it off a fat ass might not be something that I gotta have in my life man God was like I've, nigga, I, I've had enough ass for 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 four five six seven niggas, I've had enough ass for all of this shit, bro. I done had my share of ass. Now it's time for me to just have some titties or something like that. <laughs> you gonna have to come to Canada with me, bro. Hey Johnny, let's let's go to Canada then. You let's go to Canada, yeah, my baby. I ain't about to get in no time soon. You gotta tell white women I saw Frozen in theater, so they trust you. See, my baby Ralph put me on game. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, moving on. So I got some hearts for that shit. Yeah. Okay, so crazy. you was uh, we had some stuff we wanted to touch on. How you wanna how you wanna roll into it? All right, I mean we was just having a discussion, me and my homeboy. I don't even know how we stumbled upon this. But you wanna jump on that one first or you wanna jump on the one about the Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh <clears throat> what is that? Uh uh Nexium. Okay, it's like this sex call on some shit that's crazier than R. Kelly and Bill Cosby combined. Mm-hmm. Nexium. Next it time. was this whole documentary I watched on this shit. It was on, I think it was on HBO. So it was a whole documentary about a self-help improvement group that they labeled as a cult. Mm -hmm. And in this cult, they was turning women into sex slaves for the dude that led the cult. That's usually how it happened. So the the thought process <clears throat> is like, are all, all cults have some sh some sex, sex shit, shit to it. do with them? Yeah. The leader usually is a narcissist, and he come off as somebody who cares about everybody, love everybody. But at the end of the day, all the women and sometimes the guys be sucking his dick and they be fucking, and they they are weird. Like I hear it's big in Utah, like a lot of them cults and stuff where it's like free and you got all this land to do what you want to do, and people can't really be in your business. That nigga, I ain't really. You sent me the three minute clip, but to give a nigga hundred and twenty years, he had to been doing that shit since the eighties, bro. I mean, he first off. The shit was so crazy because it was really focusing on targeting a lot of actresses and people in Hollywood, right? Mm -hmm. So the way that it worked and the type of money that was put into this shit was crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, the amount of money that people was putting into this and like it becomes like how people, I guess, identify themselves. Yeah. And he made them, he had the women as true sex slaves where they were branded, mm -hmm. you know? And they had to recruit other sex slaves. Yeah. Like, this shit was, like, where they were branded like cattle. Damn. Okay, they was branded like cattle. I was like, branded? Okay, so I know what you're saying. They branded them, and then what? And his initials was what the brand was. Wow. You know, one of the women was, like, uh, one of the women's 
their mom was like a star on Dynasty, the TV yeah, show, Dynasty. like back in the day. And uh, she was trying to get her daughter out. Like she went on Good Morning America. It's just like the R. Kelly do- yeah. uh, shit. The the daughter came out and said, "My mom's crazy. Wow, she lying. It ain't nothing like that." Even though she had the branding, uh-huh. this shit was crazy, bro. But my thing is this: <clears throat> How many people do you have to have to qualify as a cult? Because it's a lot of women who can't get away from a nigga. Hilarious, and and that's like some Stockholm syndrome. So do it have to be if if a nigga got? I mean, what's the name of it? Um, Nexium, right? It's like the yeah. numer- Roman numerals. It's like, like NX, NX, IVM, some IVM, shit like some that. shit like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm a, I am will put it up, but uh, I I put it up on my page. He sent it to me, but that cult shit is wild, bro. And you got to be careful sometimes when your people, like it, in Hollywood, and those kind of people. Like they, they're very, very easily persuaded, naive, and can be talked into anything. Why do you think that? Because they just want to be accepted so bad that you know they lost. Like that's why you kind of gotta be. Uh, you in reality, bro, if you're not a strong-minded person, this world can eat you alive. Because you got people like that who will have you out here and brand you and thinking it's cool to be like he fucking him, her, this person, and we do his bidding, we take all the things. Like nigga, in reality, what pimps did was some wild shit. Like, nigga, that was a cult in itself. And we celebrate that shit. Like, oh, this nigga was a pimp. And Magic, uh, Magic Bishop Don Juan and fucking Goldie was like, you know, man, it's crazy that I, a woman will go out here and risk her mind and her body and her life out here for $200 and give all the money to another nigga. And he's like, yeah, it's fucked up. And then the Mac was like, shit, I know they do it with me. I'm talking about the mother niggas. So it's just like, <laughs> all that shit is a cult. It's, it's just like, nigga, Watch out for your people, man. Just watch right, out for your now, people. Now wait, now wait, wait. A lot of naive so, people out here, bro. So this, these are discussions <laughs> I've had because, all right. Now when it comes to that cult shit, you right. Like the manipulation. You about to talk this pimp shit? I don't like it. Like it ain't pimp, like it ain't a cult. I'm. I'm. A, I agree with you. Oh, bro, okay. I thought you were gonna talk around. But yeah. I was gonna say like, from knowing real pimps, mm-hmm. like seeing real pimping, as they say, yep. it's nothing. It's nothing like movies. It's nothing like. It's nothing like anything. Like, if anything, I guess the closest thing in American entertainment or art would be Iceberg Slim's book, Pimp, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like this weird relationship between the pimp and his hoes that I've always noticed. And I've only known three real pimps. And the shit threw me off. I can tell you the story about when I first met the first real pimp I knew. Tell us, And please. it threw me off. All right, so next door... Next door, my original recording studio, right? In the basement of my crib, it was this group. Uh, let me not incriminate. But it was okay. a group of dudes, and they was all from Southfield, you know? So the dudes from Southfield, but these had to be the most gangster Southfield dudes I know. Like, they got caught up on a couple different charges. Like, it's like, goddamn, these motherfuckers is gangsters. He's getting it down. And... And they did their whole session one day. He was like, you know, they stepped to me like it, it was kind of like the Easy E movie or some shit. The uh, the short dude stepped to me and was like, "Yo, I want to book the whole day, eight hours." And I was like, eight hours." I'm like, "Ain't nobody ever booked this many hours." Man. So I told him, I was like, "Man, two hundred dollars." He was like, Dang. "I ain't got it, but my man's do." And I was like, "What the fuck?" So then comes this short fat dude with a bucket hat, and it was like the like. Not necessarily, I want to say, like, definitely like that white woman that looked like she definitely hang around black dudes. Mm-hmm. That she wouldn't even talk till he looked at her and all that shit. And then, <sighs> and then I'm thinking, like, everybody joking. They like, yeah, man, that nigga be pimping hard, right? So I'm thinking, like, okay, they joking this shit, right? And 
Then he was like, nah, nigga, this my bitch. And I was like, you know, like, and Looking I'm, at her, I'm like, young. Wait, waiting for her to go off. Like, damn. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like 20 at the time. So, like, I ain't never seen nobody's talk like this. Yeah. And then she was like, all right, daddy. And she looking at the ground and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Wow. So, in like all their sessions, because he paid for all their sessions, and he sat in the mix. You played yourself for $200 over eight hours. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, I just want to let you know, know your price. Yeah, yeah, 2002. I mean, I didn't expect the bite, right? Uh-huh. So, uh, so I'm sitting in here, and we going through all the sessions. And the more I saw it, the more they had, like, this weird toxic relationship. It's kind of how I explained in that R. Kelly documentary explained it. And I've talked about it on this show uh-huh. where the pimp opens up about his hurt to the hoe and the hoe feels as though she's the only person that really understands his pain. Mm. So as much as he hurts her, she feels that by abandoning him, it will hurt the world more if I leave him. It's a weird, like toxic codependency so it's not even always physical, physical abuse. He's using emotional abuse to it's keep her there. Way more psychological. And, then, and the funny thing about it, it like nigga from the cult shit that I watch, the cult leader will appeal to somebody in a mm-hmm. way. Like all his relationships with everybody in the cult was different. Like how he met. Like yeah. I, I watched the one where they shot my man up in um Jim Jones Waco. Oh 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 oh! You watched the uh, the show or the documentary? I watched the show. I watched that show too, and and I want to hear a little bit about that because some of this shit was similar with the next. And that's when I and uh, well the Nexium and just what you said about the pimp where a nigga David be like Koresh, David Koresh. yeah, where a nigga be talking and saying like yeah I did this and this what happened to me and then you kind of just feel away. But of course the nigga wake up was talking like he was the second coming of Jesus and all that, but. That's just what it sounds like. It sounds like, you know, some niggas beat women to keep them there and then some motherfuckers would cry in front of them. But whatever they did, they did it with multiple women to get them to do whatever the fuck they wanted to do to get the, to, uh, they bid. Hold on real quick. Uh, Motor City P said, I remember my homeboy roommate was a pimp. I went to one of his uh, hoes like, you know that twat is attached to you, right? Why are you giving that man your hard-earned twat money? You know, All right, your now, twat money. Uh, some people want to belong. Now, let me say this. Pimp I, I understood the underlying danger of ever saying some shit like that to him or her personally. Like if he hit her, would you have done something in front of him? I understood the underlying danger because yeah. it, uh, he also was like one of the first people that I saw carry like three guns on him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like I'm walking into some dangers by saying some shit like Nigga that. Nigga say, I'm so, my business. Get so my studio I, it on. was like one of those weird things looking at this strange relationship <laughs> and he would break down like seeing what they would say and what they wouldn't say and one day he came without her and he was like man these bitches is crazy so it's almost like he had a heart to heart with me of like how stressed out he is mm-hmm. how crazy his family is and I'm like I could see just knowing how somebody that is going through trauma themselves could connect to his trauma mm-hmm. and you create this traumatic bind the, the same way old girl that was standing outside the uh, the R. Kelly trial holding the signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, when R. Kelly set me down the first time, we didn't even have sex. He just told me how he was molested. And then I opened up about how I was molested. So they share this traumatic yeah. mind where it just became more and more. It unraveled more and more. And like you said, with David Koresh and them Branch Navidians, this <laughs> Nexium, it was the same way. Where it started off with the... Both guys saying, we don't have sex. Mm-hmm. We don't never have sex with nobody. 
So the the Nexium dude, it started off with like the girl, the the daughter of the Dallas lady. It was we talking about this cult, y'all, uh, somewhere in L.A. where you know the yeah. dude just got 120 years and he was he was fucking people. You know how it is, it's a big narcissist, and he was doing this thug thing out there. All right, so, go ahead. So so a lot like David Koresh in Waco, he the he, the the girl from Dallas was a sex slave for this other girl, and she said send a naked picture to the leader of the cult, and then she was like, but I thought he doesn't have sex, and she said do what I told you. So Damn. she sent the next picture like on Monday. Then on Tuesday, he said, she said, go over there and show him. See if you can actually uh, seduce him to have sex. And then she said, well, he doesn't have sex. So he she went over there on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. He never had sex with her. Then on Friday, he popped, obviously. That's how you get the pussy for real, though. Like, I don't mean to digress, but I've definitely stalled girls out and they be thinking niggas won't fuck so bad. But when you don't. Baby, that pussy be super wet. <laughs> that, that, that fourth day, like, not even the fourth day in a row, like, that fourth meeting, like, I've had girls try to throw in their pussy, and then for other reasons, I didn't take it. And then next thing you know, they're just like, why this nigga don't want to fuck me? And then they try again. And why this nigga don't want to fuck me? Then next thing you know, nigga, thumbing that ass. You know what I'm saying? Third, fourth meeting. But that, I ain't trying to start no cold. I'm just telling you what happened to me. But, uh, yeah, so, go ahead. So it was one of them weird things where... She was like in that concept of like she felt privileged and she was confused. She didn't recognize it as rape and abuse. She kind of looked at it as this still wow. next to him, right? Yeah. She it, looked at it like, wow, he doesn't even have sex. Which was a lie. Same thing with game. David Koresh. It was like, I need to have sex with your wife because I am the chosen anointed one and God wants me to be the only person. It's not like I really want to have sex. I'm only having sex. If you ever watch that David Koresh show, it, yeah. it, it's funny. He has sex almost like, I don't want to have sex, but because God blessed me, I have to have sex with you. Yeah, like it's his burden. Yes. Like, yeah, like I don't want to do this, but I got to fuck you. Come on, let's lay down. <laughs> Start I'm doing like, that, like man. What I'd, the fuck be going on? Me and bitch gonna be sitting on my TV. She's like, like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, man, I gotta fuck you, dog. She gonna be like, what, man? I gotta fuck you, man. God made me special, so I don't want to do it, but I got to fuck you. Come on, man. Um, that shit's so crazy, dog. Because when I think about that, dog, like especially thinking about watching that movie, it's just wow how impressionable people are, dog. Like you know what I'm saying, and like nigga. I don't give a fuck how cold a nigga is. Like, I'm not giving you my wife. I'm not giving you my daughter, nigga, to do what you want to do. I wish a nigga would be like, hey, man, I'm Jesus, man. So I got to I gotta hit your, I gotta hit your wife because I'm like, well, I guess Jesus, hopefully you got some hands on you because, nigga, that's the only way you're going to get this <laughs> pussy from me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> off, off the queen. So, but they, but the <sighs> husbands, just like Jim Jones down there in, I forget what country he went down to, but Jim Jones, it was in the same layer. Of like what be going on with talking about Jim cults. Jones from Dipset? No, no, not that Jim Jones. Jim Jones drink the Kool Aid. Jim Jones. Oh, I don't know who that nigga is. I, I don't okay, even know the, Jim Jones original, from Dipset. You know, Jim Jones from Dipset named himself after. Okay, the the most notorious cult leader ever is Jim Jones. So why would he name himself that nigga? I, That's the not same a, reason that people name themselves Capone and. But that was a drug dealer. And and and, and Fifty Cent and drug dealer, Rick Ross. A drug yeah, dealer. Exactly. So why would he name himself after the co-leader who made a bunch of niggas drink Kool-Aid? Maybe that was a Harlem drug dealer. I don't know. 
Uh, uh-uh, no, I didn't know that. Like they was on Mulatto Head about her name. I'm just weird about where these niggas get their names from and make it big. Like I at least thought that Jim Jones was some type of drug dealer nigga out of Harlem. No, you. I'm surprised you never heard the story. Of J- Jim Jones may be the most infamous between him and Charles Manson. And I only think Charles <laughs> Manson's cult is more known because it dealt with Hollywood. But Jim Jones may be the most infamous cult ever because he took. A group of people basically from like the Bay Area of San Francisco, maybe about 2000, and they go to this island and then they they murdered a congressperson mm-hmm. while on the island. Okay. And then he had everybody drink the Kool-Aid. That's where the phrase and comes I heard from. The and they all die. I've heard of that. Never knew that was attached to Jim Jones. And Capo, I'm going to need you to, I'm going to have to have you come on the show and talk to me about that. Like, what made you take that name, bro? That was wild. It's hell. Like I'm, I'm, I'm super confused at that, though. I definitely thought that was some type of drug dealer or some type of uh, hitman. He talk capo. He talk all this. Uh, <laughs> but I guess he looked shit. at it like. I guess he looked at it like he killing more people than most. Whatever, nigga. That's cr- that's crazy. All right. Uh, <clears throat> we had another topic we wanted to touch on. Touch on real quick. Uh, Kari called me. We talked for like three hours about shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, what he hit me with was really good. I mean, if y'all are familiar with uh Lori Harvey. Um, she was kicking it with Future. She was kicking it with Diddy. She kicked it with uh, Meek Mills was on her head for a minute. And um, <clears throat> I'm going to let Kari present the uh, the question and his th- train of thought. But it really blew my mind because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a weird nigga when it comes to shit like this. But we kind of just go ahead and tell the people what it is we talking about. Right All right. Now. I'm having a usual rap session like usual, just thinking through shit. And I don't even know how I came about this, but Steve Harvey popped in the media over something. So it was Steve Harvey popping in the media. And then I was thinking to myself like, man, Steve Harvey do be giving a lot of advice on shit. Mm-hmm. And that made me go to Lori Harvey. Lori Harvey is not Steve Harvey's daughter. No, that's all. Lori Harvey is the daughter of Steve Harvey's wife. Mm -hmm. And after marriage, Lori, uh, Lori's mother, I assume, and Lori chose to take the name Harvey. So he's still not with her. They're no longer together. I think no, they. I think they still together. I think. Oh, okay. Now I'm thought because I'm telling you, when I heard about her, I thought this was his daughter, daughter. Because I, I was like, damn, that nigga daughter is fine. Then a bitch. How come I'm just seeing her? But then I found out I was a stepdaughter, and then I never even thought about it. Like, damn, she took his last name. I wonder how long she's been in his life. And that's been her the life. next <clears throat> question. As a man, if you marry a woman. And she said, can my daughter take your last name? How would you feel? Is this breaking man code with the other dude? How do you feel as a man? Like, what's what's the play, period, in reference to that? Yeah. Would you let the kid take your last name, son or daughter? <clears throat> would you let them take your last name? And if so, why? And based on what conditions? Now, um, just me going off into it, I at first I was like, well, you know, yeah, but then I'm thinking about it like, well, no, it depends on, I mean, is this kid's father still in their life? And how long have I been in this kid's life? Like, I just, it was so many things in my mind, and I'm really just, I'm really kind of set on just saying no, especially as wild as Lori Harvey is out here with this last name. Like, she out here fucking everybody. I don't know if she's giving them no pussy, Steve. I apologize. But I know she out here in the game doing her thing, and then I know I heard her mama was some old hustling, getting it in. I think she's from Chicago. I hear niggas speak yeah, on her. from the shop. Messing with a bunch of drugs and that nigga. So it's just like, for Steve to even let that just kind of 
go is kind of like, damn, Steve, like, where your decision making at when you when you know your last name is so powerful and it commands so much respect in the industry to just let anybody have it? Like, you know, Dame always said it. He said, I don't do it for my first name. I do it for my last. And when I heard that, I was like, bro, that's some cold shit. So everybody not supposed to get your last name. That's the question. And that's the other thing, too, because it's like, how do you even respond to that? You know, because I think just at man code, like even if the even if the father isn't present, just knowing that dudes be going through shit, mm-hmm. he may be in a bad spot in his life or whatever. Like it is it always up to me to just say, nah, you need to keep his name because that's his name or at least take your family name. Self-made hustling. Hold on, bro. Self-made hustling said I'm going to treat her daughter like she's my daughter anyway. So basically you saying, I mean, you can do that. And her last name still be hers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, in, in my head, my dad got my stepbrother whole name changed. He was originally a junior, and his dad got into a lot of le- legal trouble. So, wait a minute. He changed his first name and his last name? Okay, one second. This is some wild shit right here. This is kind of <laughs> like the Coleman Young Jr. shit. I don't know about that one. What is it? You got to tell well, me. Well, you know, That's Coleman wild. Young Jr.'s name is like Joel Lovett. But after his father passed... He changed it to Coleman Young Jr. So was he related to Coleman? Yeah, that's his dad. But because the <clears throat> Coleman Young Jr.'s mother and Coleman Young didn't have the best relationship upon birth. Okay, you know what I mean. So it would be like you having a. It'd be like you having a baby mama where you you know have some issues and you may contest the the legitimacy of if it's your child. Yeah. And then you end up dying. Uh-huh. And then, you know, uh, James Smith becomes Josh Adams Jr. Wow. I don't know if I let a nigga go that wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, to make yourself a junior, like, I don't even want to make another one of me in Parliament Jr., let alone let a, a, a whole nother nigga come around and be like, yep, I'm Josh Adams Jr. I'd be like, nope, we can get this little nigga out the way. Because the crazy part about it is my, uh, my dad, uh, 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 my dad uh, was married to a woman, and I guess she ended up having a kid. I don't know how it happened, but he has our last name. He ain't he ain't blood at all, but his last name is Adams. So this is what this is the the uh, Harvey situation. Yeah, his last name Adams, but my dad I don't think knew nothing about it. So one second, time out, time out. So she chose to name this kid after my daddy last night. After your dad, even though he wasn't the father, did she know mm-hmm. that this wasn't? the Yeah, father? yeah, yeah. She knew. Like, so it was and my dad. Get, my dad was on it, but like they were together. It wasn't like this was somebody he's fucking around with. I believe they was married at the time when all this shit went down, and then um, married or whatever. I don't know what happened, or maybe it was the kid might have came before because I think. He's older than my older sister. So maybe when they got together, she was like, well, I'm going to name him. I don't know whatever happened, but his last name, Adams. So basically, it was almost like her play was the kid's so young. We're going to be in a family kind of like what uh, who who was that that said? Motor City be- Peach. Oh, no, no, no. My dog, uh, Hustle, Hustling, 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 Hustling. Where my dog at? Self-Made Hustler. Okay, hustling. so Self-Made Hustling said it's going to be my kid no matter what. So your dad was presented, look, this going to be our kid. This going to be our family. Let's not confuse nothing. So we about to just name this. Nah, not no boy. You know what I'm saying? And it's weird with a boy because it's like, okay, what do he do when he get married? Do this woman take a last name that ain't really his? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Now you bring a whole nother other shit in the game. And then my thing be pedigree, DNA, what this nigga made of. It's like now you taking his name. Same thing with Lori Harvey. At the end of the day, your last name 
his dad was still around, still is. Uh, at the end of the day, you taking his name, bro, and you doing whatever you want to do with it. It's like, hey, Lori, you can't fuck with Diddy and his son. You know what I'm saying? I got a book out here called Think Like a Man. You know, act like a man, think like a lady, whatever shit called. You out here fucking with book sales because they, 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 they don't think I know what I'm doing. So it's it's a lot of confusion in that, man. And 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 like he said, uh, Hustler said, basically, like, I mean, and it also depends on where the father at. Is this man still around? Like, what's going on with this? So it's factors to this. But I feel like a woman to be mad about that shit. Like, you, if you can't accept me and accept your baby, your baby going to eat every time I eat. Yeah, the baby gonna eat. She gonna roof over the head when it's raining. She gonna be fine, but she don't need my last name. You gonna take it though? Ain't no hyphen. I don't play that hyphen shit. Okay, and that's some deeper shit too. That's, I don't play that's that pop, shit. That's the next type. That's the next topic. I don't play that shit. That's the next topic. That pussy mine. That's the next topic. So and I want you to tattoo my name on your titty. Okay, that's that's another topic. That's another topic. Now, now in reference to this whole thing, how did your dad handle that situation? Answer. Um, I it, his name still last name still Adams, and um, mm. I, and I don't think nothing of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he really tripped. My dad, old simple dude from Mississippi, bro. You know what I'm saying? So mm. at the end of the day, I don't think he really even thought twice about it. It's just funny that it came up. Like people was like, "Yeah, man, your brother was down there." Woody, who was like, my brother? Like, you know, the only brother I know is Jonathan. So, and then when they said his name, I was like, "Yeah." And then I think my dad, he might have said it to me before, but you know, when you get old enough to really kind of just. Realized what's going on Like I probably heard it Never really took it mm. in And I was like I was at the age like Nigga hold on His last name what And people like That's your brother and I ain't never met cuz Ain't that some shit I never met cuz And we and I, we was down in Philadelphia Philadelphia about as big As this room we in nigga, But we never crossed paths And niggas was like Yeah your brother was down there Woo woo Cause you know he be In and out of jail He on some wild shit Like he probably got me About by 15, 20 years So he an older dude So and then And then I guess That's the <clears> other <throat> angle Because I guess If they take the name and they on some street shit mm-hmm. or they on some they dealing with trouble they dealing with like and obviously they not together no more but like do you now because you shared that name do you share the fatherhood obligation i guess that's one of the questions we'd ask hustling mm-hmm. like if you no longer with her do you sever ties with the kid or do you still stay present because that kid got your name hustling just said you have to uh you have to have the same blood to be family. I treat some of my good friends like family because I feel they are, which is real. Um, mm-hmm. If you really, if you took care of the kid and you got a relationship, I think you gonna treat them a certain way. Like I know people that probably, probably still got people in their will and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like they might write them in, like like they family, family, and want to make sure they straight. But um, I mean, I would want to say if I'm in a girl's life and they got a kid and we got a real bond. I'm just like, pretty much like Hudson said, like, if I fuck with you the long way, I'm going to treat you just like the ones that came up on me. Like, you know what I'm saying? The ones I shot at somebody, I'm going to take care of you the same way, you know? So I get where the, where the bond is at. But, you know, as far as the last name, bro, I think that's semantics. I'm not tripping. If he, if he or she been around long enough, and it's just so iffy. I want to have a stance on it, but if you put a gun to my head, no. Gun mm. to my head, no. But I, I know, but I but I like to say that some circumstances shit happen and you might change how you feel. Let me see some of these comments. Um, Leia, Leia said, uh, "Didn't he ever want to know his biological father?" I I don't know, Leia. You know what I'm saying? I, I, he might have met him. Maybe he died. I don't know the whole story. I had to ask my pops or ask my big sister. But 
I don't think he tripping. I, my dad was a thorough dude. I think he just worked. He took care of his family. He, he, you know what I'm saying? He was in the streets a little bit as far as when it came to these women. But who wasn't? You know what I'm saying? When you driving Cadillacs all your life. Hustle said, if I can claim the kid on my taxes, I'm that baby's pappy. That nigga said, if I can go wow. ahead and get them, you know what I'm saying? Get that little up off of him, you know what I'm saying? Provide that W-9, them W-2s, and get something up off of him. He said he can have my whole last name. Oh, wow. That's Damn, crazy. So his last name may be worth a G. This shit worth 1200 <laughs> at the very least. That nigga say 1200 nigga. Annually 1200 uh, uh, That's uh, worth uh, your name. Dodge Neon. <laughs> I don't know, man. But, the, but you know what's so crazy, too? Like, when we get into kids and names and shit like that, too, like, I think as, that, aren't you responsible? I mean, you, you know, you responsible in, for something legally for adolescents when they do certain shit. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, uh, so I, like if your kids like spend the night at a house and then they get into a fight with some other kids, they in the suburbs and yeah. they fight this white kid, they beat their ass. <laughs> the parent is hell liable. Mr. Fraser, uh, your your kid had just bashed another kid head in. That ain't a, my kid. And no, it's like, your last uh, name. That nigga ain't Fraser, and he told me to call my daddy. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, let me call Joe Smith. <laughs> hey, <laughs> my nigga Corey said, no, nah, hey man, little dog over there, then hit somebody in the head, cause you need to go holler at little dog. <laughs> You, Joe Smith. I didn't know that. I, I he say I'm adopted and never met my family, but I was blessed to have a good family uh, family bring me in. See, but that's why he built that way because somebody gave him love. Mm. That you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. in his mind, it's like why would I not? Why would I? Why would this kid that I have a bond with? Obviously, why would I not show love and take care of him? So no, 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 that definitely makes so all I, the sense in the world. So let's put it like this: if the kid is. Especially if, if the kid's under three. Especially if you catch him young. If the kid's under three and I'm married, yeah, that's cool. If the kid's above three because they're more cognitive at that point in Four time. Four or five, yeah. You know, and then and then that's only if, even only if the relationship with the father is so severed. But just in my life, uh, what I've seen is a lot of dudes just not be present for whatever reason. Because usually when the baby mama tell the story, <laughs> You get her in, and that's and yeah. I'm I'm usually on the dude's side, and I try to just you know, cause like if it's my lady, it can't be I'm that trying bad. to smash, yeah. But so it's like I'm worried about her. It can't but be that I bad. Hear, but I'm kind of still team dude, and and I just know how I'm important the, I, it is for a child to have a relationship with, with their father. Their father. So now by stepping in, being Russell Wilson, in, you know, that's. I don't know. Like you know I said, that kind of made me mad with the whole Russell Wilson future thing. I remember because we talked about that early in the pocket, way, way, way down the road. And yeah. it was like, when I heard that, it was like, she want to change his little name from Future Junior to whatever and give him Russell. It was like, at this point, and to my knowledge, this nigga Future around. You know what I'm saying? Well, he, I mean, he see him. So it's like, where do you come in at being like, if I'm Russell, I'm like, hold on, Sierra. Let me talk to you real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's you where man code different. comes into play. Yeah. Because even if Future on some <laughs> other shit, and Future definitely seems as you know he have his struggles with proclivities but uh shout out to niggas that love proclivities so but he may strengthen over time and if he Mm -hmm. strengthens and gets more of his presence of mind uh he definitely will want that relationship with a child i mean looking at ray caruth want a relationship with his son Mm -hmm. i mean dudes be wanting relationships with their kids niggas change man like and that ray that ray caruth shit and what's crazy is we come full circle with that Steve Harvey and Ray Caruth, that's the whole, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that shit kind of just like about that. came that, all the way around just that, to be what we talking about, to end up talking about Ray Caruth. 
niggas change. So it's like, you know, and then uh, Self Made just said, basically, dog, he was like, is it the kid's choice? I was dealing with a woman who at one point in time had uh, a baby with somebody and come to find out later down the road, probably the baby's like five or six, that the baby, he wasn't the father and found the other father. And at this point, the kid, like 10 or 11, said that, okay, I kind of want to change my last name to my daddy's name, yeah. the one that's really my father. And the other father's still around. Like, that nigga still... Come spend the night. I'm going to take care of this and I'm going to take care of that. And yeah. the, the family still love this kid. So she was worried about basically like, I don't want them to feel away. But it's like, at the end of the day, this this kid choice. Like, they yeah. should still love this kid regardless whether the last name or not. Yeah. But I think you take a strong nigga. Because nigga, like right now, my babies is 10 and goddamn about to be two. And if they came to me and was like, this ain't your baby, like the bond I built with them. It's hard for me to think it would be severed, but I think I would be hurt, but I probably would still be around. I got you. I would I would still be around, I got bro. You. But you but at that same reality, if if one of your if one of the mothers of your child got married and said, All right, your baby wanna change the name, I think you'd be ready to turn shit up. I definitely would. I that would hurt my soul. Like if they would be like, you know, and it could easily happen, they'd be like, Well, I wanna have the same last name as my mama. And I'd just be like, Yeah. It would put me in a. It would put me in a space. You know what I'm saying? It would put me in a space. We had to have a real conversation because I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm gonna be around. This is the last name you want. This is where your blood lies. But you know, they might want to hyphen it out. You know, I don't know because neither one of my kids got. They both got my last name, so that's what mm-hmm. it is. So it's a it's a real question, bro. Like it's a real thing to think about. Like that would bother me. And like I said, if my wife came to me and was like, "I want to keep my last name," so let's <sighs> let's go into that. That's question two. The hyphening game. Because, I mean, in, in today's world, the hyphen's more prevalent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually seen it where men take on the hyphen of the women, too. Gabrielle, uh, not Gabrielle Sidibe. I was just watching this movie today. Uh, old girl from Colombiana. Mm-hmm. Her, her, her the white man she fucking with. What's her last name? What's old girl from Colombiana who was in the movie Thandy with Bernie Newton. Mac? Who? Not Thandy Newton. No, not Thandy Newton. Damn, I, I'm looking at her. She played in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Super Fine Slim, Face Card amazing like you know what i'm saying mm. and what i want to do on this podcast before it's said and done i want to do an all instagram like you know what I'm saying? first team all instagram second team all instagram <laughs> when it comes to women you know what i'm saying as far as like the coldest ones we will break that down and we will go into zoe zaldana look at jason james is sitting at the crib right now <laughs> zoe zaldana that's what go. it is her husband doing pull-ups and yeah shit. he doing he pulling on something he like think about <laughs> zoe zaldana the nigga uh the white man she with took her last name, but he like a European dude too. So to them, that might be you know the thing to do. Like I mean, well, it, I had three before I got married. The first time I hyphenated it, so I had my husband and my kids named. So wait a minute, what you mean, your maiden name? Or you talking about your 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 husband? Like you was married before? I wish a motherfucker would put my name next to another <laughs> nigga name. I hope that ain't what you mean, uh, uh, Motor City Pete. I hope that ain't what you're saying. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, though. Time out. If you marry Tina Turner or some shit like that, she, she stay in Tina Turner because, you know. Tina Turner? Tina Turner the, Adams? That's the, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you marry Tina Turner mm-hmm. in, you know, in 1983 or whatever, when Love Got to Do It, it came out, she's staying Tina Turner. Snicker Jason said, uh, Jay Z is Sean I don't think she's gonna knows. be Tina Adams. But my nigga, this is what I'm saying. Like, like Beyonce is what? She's just Beyonce Carter, right? She's not she Beyonce. She's just Beyonce. 
No, but I'm saying, but the, but that's a stage name. So no, my, no, her stage name is her first name. But if the yeah. stage name is both, but I'm talking about, I think Beyonce's name is Beyonce Carter. I believe yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I believe it's Beyonce Carter, like Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay, she hyphenated. Nah, bitch. I feel what you're saying. Nah. I feel but, what you're saying. But look what happened when the hyphenation comes in. It leaves space. <laughs> Entanglements. That, 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 that little bit of hyphen leaves room for bullshit. The hyphen leaves room for bullshit. So if you hyphenate your name, even Jay-Z took that. You know what I'm saying? That nigga took the hyphen out to Jay-Z. It's just Jay-Z because the hyphen ruins things. So get the hyphen out the way. Like, nigga, Will should have shut that down a long time ago. No, I mean, my movies is better than yours. I'm that nigga. You, need, you either Smith or I'm, I'm back in the streets. <laughs> I'm back in the streets. I, I can already see her like a, making this a red table and like clearing it off and being like, Josh, why do you feel that way? I'm sitting there with my turtleneck on. I'd be like, because why you, do you feel that way, Josh? I feel that way because you did my dog wrong when you hyphenated your name. And then she turned around and say, see, you should not be so insecure with your masculinity. Oh, I, you shouldn't be so frivolous with your pussy. <laughs> And they'd be like, hold on, cut, and I'll flip that motherfucker red table over. Get your hands off me, Will. Me and Will being that bitch scuffling. I'll beat Will ass. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not comfortable with that. Like, the same way women are like, I, a man got to propose to me and get on one knee. In my head, the traditional thing to do, I love how women trip, they twist tradition around. Oh, no, I ain't never getting on my knees and proposing to no nigga. Put it like this. If you got on your knees and propose to me, we can hyphenate the name. Because now we all unorthodox. Now we doing something that's outside the box. All right, damn, she stepped to me and got down because she loved me enough. She said, nigga, I want to marry you. Bet. You want to hyphenate mm -hmm. name? Cool. But I dropped down on my knee. Will you marry me? Oh, I want to keep my last name. Nah, well, you go ahead and sit over there with your daddy and them then. I'm going to go ahead and do mm -hmm. my thing. So y'all can't pick and choose and move the goalposts and, lower and hire and put the rim where y'all wanted at. I don't like that. You get to hyphenate the name, but now you want to break tradition a little bit when it, when it seems to fit y'all? Man, get out of here with all them loopholes, dog. Where my water at, cuz? Hilarious. All right, my thought process on that is definitely, I, I agree with you. You know, I mean, we can't be playing this game of, like, back and forth. No. Take the last name for real. Like I said, you take the last I mean? name. Because also, like, present the argument of why you trying to hyphenate in the first place. It don't make sense. What is you know it? what I'm saying? Like, you, you want to be in this traditional institution, mm -hmm. but you want to do it in a new way. You want to break tradition. It's like, nah, if we're going to go all the way out, let's go all the way out. If you're going to hyphenate the name, bet then. Then I'm going to get another little chick, and we're going to all hyphenate our name. We're going to add everybody. We're going to hyphen this thing on out. We're going to coat it up. If you, you, put that, it up. you put that hyphen in that bitch, then that's enough room. That, that That's that enough room for me to go ahead and fuck around because we not all the way committed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a subtraction sign. You taking away. You ain't adding to this bitch. Take my last name. I wish you would were her. Oh, my name is Smith hyphen Adams. Uh, and who name come first? <laughs> Jada Pickett Smith. Wait a minute, Jada Pickett. Oh, Pickett Smith. So yep. I guess that their name would be already, and they add your shit on. In, t in addition to, mm -hmm. fuck out of here, Smith Pickett. No, that Pickett got to go. You came this way, bitch. I mean, I guess in her mind, she you know she had her career and wanted to keep. It don't change your career. Why, why do people feel like because your name changed? Because Kardashian, uh, Kim Kardashian is still what? Kim Kardashian is Kim Kardashian from West or some shit, right? Yeah, she's still Kim Kardashian. <sighs> Why do don't they? nobody say Kim West? They don't. I don't know who the hell Kim West is. I ain't. And you know what's funny is that the motherfuckers that's already established in the industry, they want to keep their last name, but the motherfuckers trying that's not in it, like Steve Harvey White. They want to take it. If she was with a regular nigga, do you think she'd be tripping about giving Lord Harvey his last name? 
Oh yeah, if she was doing it with uh, a nigga that Steve. worked at AutoZone, he was putting on. He was just sitting out there like, "Hey man, I put yeah. the brake pads on you." Steve Please. Jones, hell no, nah. nah, nah, it would not. She would not be Lori Jones. But but then he juiced up a little bit. Now you want to take his name? Kardashian is her middle name now. Kardashian, hold on, you said something. Peach, I want to get to it. She was talking about when she. So basically, she kept her. She hyphenated her name. Nah, she did not because <clears> no, no, I'm talking why... about. I'm talking about Miss Peaches. I'm talking oh, about her oh, personally. Peaches. Yeah, okay. she was just saying that he was against it, but later I just. R. Johnson instead of uh, Rutless Johnson. So she basically just said her name, R, as opposed to whole last name, Dot Johnson. So that way her kids. I mean, I guess it would work for you. I mean, I guess the cuz were cool with that. Yeah, we saying what we want. Because I was going to say, even if she does say Kim Kardashian West, every article, all of the all of the uh, media stuff she does is Kim Kardashian. Like I'm I cool said, that, if you though. was married to Tina Turner, it will all be Tina Turner. I'm cool with that. Hence the whole, you know, debacle of how Ike felt. Like you taking my I'm, name, you know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm very, I'm cool Which, with I that. Mean, Ike was out of pocket for other reasons. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm cool, but I, but like I said, I don't have no problem with that. Like, uh, your stage name is what your stage name is. Like, I'm not tripping. My real name is Joshua Adams. I, but niggas call me Josh Adams on stage, so I don't have a problem with that. But I'm talking about on that paperwork, it is Kim West. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? That's all that matters. And you know, you when you walk in somewhere, you say, hey, my name is Mrs. West. Niggas know you for Kim Kardashian because that's just what they know you are. Kevin Hart, ex-wife, still has his last name. Shit weird to me. Yeah, her last I name think, is still Hart. I think it's a lot of women that keep the last name of the man they did marry. Mm -hmm. Especially if, if the terms of how the separation is. You know, get rid of my shit because it. All right, so you, once I, how do you dictate her getting rid of your last name? Uh, get rid of my last name. I don't want no new dick in you with okay, my so, last name so attached that, to you. So now you sounding like how Ike was feeling. But he was tripping because his daddy name, had, his granddaddy blood was on that, that that name. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but at the same time, he was like, and he was worried about the money. I guess he was thinking like you. You thinking about the money that come with it? Like, no, nah, that name is attached with a whole lot. Which I got, but you know what I'm saying? Turner, yeah, see what I'm saying? Turner has my daddy's blood all on it, though. That was so funny when that nigga said that, dog. Like, the judge was going to be like, you know what, nigga? You right. Nah, I rule in uh, favor of the goddamn defendant. That dude got his granddaddy's name, blood all on it. I kept my second husband's last name because it's easy to remember. Wow. Time Damn. Out. Who said that? Motor Who? City Peaches going off. Motor City Peaches. <laughs> she said, how fuck many, it. I didn't feel like going many, to get, I didn't feel many, like going back to the Secretary of State. So I just kept that last name. How many marriages Motor City Peaches been in? How many times you been married, Motor City Peach? But, uh, question. yeah, man. Uh-uh. If we ain't married no more, bitch, get rid of how it. How do you, how do you force somebody to do that? Hey, get rid of my last name, dog. It honestly okay, should be rude. say, no, I'm keeping, I'm keeping that. No, it, when, when you, nigga, when you sign the paperwork, it should, like, nigga, once the paperwork signed, uh, any tattoo of my if my name tatted on you it should fade away and that last name and it's almost like uh, Back to the Future when the picture changed her ID should go back to whatever the fuck her name like, is like she's Shawnee O'Neal yeah. and that's the thing that fuck with me my <laughs> Peaches said my ex-husband said that shit I was like dog F your daddy laugh out loud <laughs> oh shit Peaches Peaches said she said she was F feeling like Shawnee so yeah, you got yeah. Shawnee but Shawnee Shaq and him got a, he, he still got real love for her ass I can tell why he talk about it. He was talking the other day, like on the podcast. He's like, anybody say something to Shawnee? Da -da 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 -da. Like, he fuck with her. Cause all his kids is from her, right? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, so. he yeah. got real motherfucking love for Shawnee. Okay. What up, Chef? So uh self-made. We on here talking about uh, you know what I'm saying? 
should she take your last name? Like when women act like they want to hyphenate your name, but they want to break tradition. Like they don't never want to. I never proposed to a nigga, but they want to throw this whole super cool uh, uh, millennial fucking 21st century shit where I want to hyphenate my name. It's like, fuck that. No, nah, you for the streets if you keep me your last name. If you come over here, we traditional. I got down and proposed. You take a real nigga last name. And when we get divorced, that name goes away because you're not getting no new dick with my last name on it, with my granddaddy blood all on that bitch. I think I think they getting a lot of new dick with your granddaddy blood on it. I kill him. She would. Nigga sitting there fucking you talking about how you like that dick, Miss Adams. I fuck you up. <laughs> they always keeping the name if a man famous, Gene Boogie said. Told I y'all. Definitely say, yeah, if he done made something of his name, they keeping it. Yeah, that's what they gonna do. Like that's the first thing to do. If like, you if yeah, if you auto zone, yeah, they definitely gonna they they going back to whatever they She said Will, she said Willie Gilbert did it. Nah, man. Get rid of my last name. Get rid of my last name, dog. If we no longer together, like like Kevin Hart wife. And honestly, I don't even know if that's a stage name. Is that her name for real? Or maybe her stage name is, uh, what's her name? Um, God damn. Yeah, I, it's almost like I, I want to say Lori Hart. But I forget. It, Tori Hart. Tori. Yeah, so I don't know if she kept it to do comedy or what. But in reality, uh, I believe. Somebody got a question here, bitch. What happened to my invitation? Hey, we ended up just doing this shit out of nowhere, Shell. My bad. You know I usually do it on Fridays. It's Thursday. So we ended up just doing some impromptu shit because I got a show tomorrow night at the Mudwater uh, Barber Lounge on 7 Mile and uh, Van Dyke. So if you want to come through, they socially distance. And we're doing comedy tomorrow. So I ain't going to do the show tomorrow because Kari's scared I'm going to come back with COVID. Yep. But, um, <clears throat> <laughs> but yeah, 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 dog. Um, Get rid of my last name. I wonder how Kev feel about that. It's like, nah, I want you to get rid of it. We're not married no more. You can't, you can't. She can keep that forever. It's not no uh, Especially statute of like, limitations. Okay, yeah. That's fucked up. Because the kids still got the name and she that's like still, That's my blood, though. But but the thing is, it used to be. That's blood, though, cuz, oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not finna just have my last name running around here fucking people. Because niggas already saying, like, yeah, I'm fucking Joshua. You know what I mean? Niggas love this. Oh, fucking Joshua. You know what I'm saying? You already fucking niggas saying my name. Now it's like, you got my last name on here? No, dog. Get rid of that. It got to go. Got to go. Mm. She said she was writing Kevin's jokes. So it's kind of like he, he's name, his name wow. got her daddy blood on. I That's think she made I that didn't up. Hear, like, well, damn. well, how come she not. I ain't gonna be that nigga. So if she was right, Kevin Hart jokes. Then why she ain't? You know what I'm saying? Making the moves. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 she I, wasn't writing that, that, that nigga jokes. She ain't writing that nigga jokes. Cause I seen her perform before. Like, and, and she ain't. Yeah, she ain't writing that shit. Not to say he the greatest nigga in the world. You killed that show at Ford Patio. Appreciate it, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I just try to do what God give me the ability to do from time to time and find me a older white woman in her 40s and give her my last name. <laughs> That's what I'm on, man. Self made hustler. That's what I'm on. My God, give me an older white woman who gonna support my dreams. And drink wine and suck my dick whenever whenever I feel like it. You know what I'm saying? Trying to hit the milk game. Because she put his ass first. Women love to do that. We was arguing about that, that when we was talking about what a woman's supposed to get in a divorce. You don't know how she contributed to his. She didn't contribute. Kevin continued to <laughs> elevate after he, she left. After he left. If anything, she might have been the reason holding that nigga down. Hilarious. She's got a ghost rider. Well, that nigga, she need to exercise that ghost. I mean, put it like this. Maybe she just, I just heard that she's not the funniest person. I've never seen her shit. Something I heard, hold on, my baby Ralph talking. He said, something I heard someone say who's in the audience, zero fucks given was the audience was telling Kevin Hart to his face he wasn't funny and Hart said, I don't care, I'm rich. Damn, if a nigga came in my house and told me I ain't funny, we tussling. You don't invite niggas in your crib and you Kevin, ain't shit. Kevin can't do that at this level, man. What you mean? Fuck that, I'm rich. Into no, you can't. 
take no assault and battery charge while Netflix cameras is filming. Yeah, you can, because you got house. control of the footage. Oh, hell no. I'm beating the nigga ass. Hell no, man. That's it's really zero be, fuss giving. They, just, like... they show Kevin walking through like Tupac did, nigga, through the casino, and you see Kevin Lewis just putting them bitch on him. Get that nigga out of my house. He got his little pajamas on and his little uh, Jordan 1s. Never seen her do stand-up before. It's out there. Just Google it. It's out there for sure. Yeah, I don't care. I'm rich. I mean, I guess. I mean, he probably said it to be funny. He is rich. It's very true. But I don't want to talk about that. We talked about that before. Right now we're yeah, talking about yeah, last yeah. names. I mean, last names. And I mean, I guess. Hyphen we, Fraser, you letting that slide? Nah, man. You got to take the whole when she boy. she bad, though. She bad. She got to take the whole boy. And she make more money than you. Whole boy. Yeah. Whole boy. Whole boy and nothing at all. Yeah, man. I mean, how you new age women feel? Like, do y'all want a hyphenate? Do you want a husband? What if that was the case? What if your nigga. But with a rich nigga comes, all right, bet. You want a hyphenate or you want to take my last name? Then we got to sign this little pre-nub-nub daddy. You know what I'm saying? We got to sign the pre-daddy. You got to sign that. I seen, uh, uh, I be so bad with names. My man from uh, yeah. All the Smoke. All the Smoke? Oh, so you mean Steven Jackson? Steven Jackson yeah, told a story. Steven you Jackson. see that story? Oh, about the whole, her bullshitting about signing the, the pre-nub. pre-nub. And then, okay, if for let me give a surmise <sighs> of this. He met a woman. He thought everything was cool. It was in uh, love. Two weeks like, like, no, 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 no. Like a month before the wedding, he's like, let's go through this prenup. And then she said, okay, I'm, I'm just focusing on planning. I'm kind of stressed out. Mm-hmm. And then like the Pause week that up, real fast. Cause just, he just signed, he just won a championship yep. and he just re up and signed probably the biggest contract that he ever signed because he yeah. was a big contributor on that San Antonio Spurs team. So go ahead. So, and then at that point in time, then the next thing was, you know, she said, I'm planning all this stuff with the sweating. I'm kind of stressed out. So then the week of, it's like I got I got headaches. I got I got stress. And then, and then she was like, really, the main thing that I really care about is you know making sure that I get my pastor there. So let's really get my pastor there. Okay. So he was like, I never met this man in my life. And then the pastor before the wedding talked to him and said, we don't believe in prenups. <sighs> And then he really was wrapped around. I forgot that part. What I didn't know should I that. do? What should I do? And it was Mike Bibby's mom that patted him on the back and said, "You got to make the right decision for you." Mike Bibby, Stephon Marbury, they, they all like best friends. Fucker. They 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 tight right. They like fucker. And he said, "I I don't even care." Everyone was down at the wedding party. They had a wedding. They're down there waiting for Stephen to come. <laughs> Stephen doesn't show. He calls off the wedding as he should he have. He said. He was crying. Mike Bibby's mom was there for him, condolencing. That night, Stefan said, we're going to turn up. Uh-huh. And he even said, yo, I even ended up popping one from his her wedding party. Yeah, one of her friends. Fuck one of her friends. So if that's kind of if that's the kind of uh, associate that she fucked with, that just lets you know what type of time she was on. If her girl was so quick to fuck this nigga and he, she was there for the wedding. So my thing about that was she tried to stall this nigga out all the way up until the day of the wedding to think that. Because honestly, Not if the they, pressure you done paid for the food, your family there. You flew niggas your, out. Your, yeah, yeah. Decorating, grandma, all of that. Your mama, brother people you ain't seen in forever the party after the fact nigga so and, and, and in reality if he gets married there ain't no signing after that literally once the marriage happens that yeah. shit is null and void right it yeah. ain't no paperwork to be signed yeah. so she was really finessing it's like was she here for love or money that's really what it was at that mm-hmm. point because the, the nigga was like man I cried I was hurt like nigga I really yeah. love this motherfucker I love this woman but for whatever reason she was trying to get over on dog and mm-hmm. didn't want to sign it and then somebody passed her come talking about we don't believe in prenups well I ain't marrying you nigga yeah. I'm marrying this woman so 
that's when I that's when religion gets weird to me when when that come into play. Like I ain't never seen in the Bible where it says thou shalt not sign no prenup. You know what I'm saying? Especially after a nigga done came through and he about to make 16 mil a year. I just think that's bullshit. She watched the runaway bride with Sandra Bullock too many times. She was on bullshit, man. And that's why you gotta be careful who you marry out here. That's why I'm gonna get my older middle-aged white woman right now. Hilarious. Get her right now. So I know she in the pain for a nigga. You know, see me walking down Hart Plaza, me and my baby with matching motherfucking so slept on, motherfucking t-shirts on, mm-hmm. just looking around. They might look at this sellout. And I'm like, look at these unhappy motherfuckers out here marrying somebody because they think they're supposed to do it. They ain't marrying for love. They will be thinking you buck broken. <laughs> Being that bitch with me and my little white bitch. Yeah, y'all gonna be on TikTok like some of them interracial. Body yaddy 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 me and my white bitch like big titties, little t- waist, flat <laughs> ass. Doing the yeah. TikTok routine. Me and my bitch gonna be doing our thing. Nigga, macaroni gonna have uh, raisins in it, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I done ate enough macaroni so good. <laughs> What's up, a beautiful heart? I done had I done had my good macaroni. Good, fuck it now. I eat the nasty shit to be happy. I sacrifice no not having a fat ass. I sacrifice terrible macaroni and cheese for good <laughs> head in a warm bed. Where you going tonight, bitch? Don't worry about it. All right, honey, be safe. <laughs> I'm still gonna fuck with y'all, <laughs> white woman. What if she get into a cult? Shit, the white oh, woman. Oh, <laughs> damn. I give me another white bitch. So, man, I'm tripping, man. Man, I don't believe in marriage ever since the government got involved with it. That's what I'm saying, man. Just get, uh, what's that called when you don't get married? Uh, um, When you just get married? Common law. Do it the common law way, nigga. Just be together for seven years, nigga, and the government ain't involved. And you like, you mine and I'm yours. Just go together. For a long time. Go together Who for wanna, a long time. I, I'm not, yeah. I'm either going to marry a white woman Michigan, or I'm going to go together with a Michigan is not a common it law. It is state. common law here, ain't it? I don't think so. Somebody look see. it up. Is Michigan common law? Let's see. Let me see. Where is the common law that's around here? Because I moved there. Can't, do, <laughs> if I go there, I got to live there for seven years and we common law. And do they recognize it when I come back? That's exactly how I be. I ain't playing with them, self-made, because I done tried, man. I done tried to give my heart and soul to these beautiful black queens, man, and they just keep throwing it back in my motherfucking face, man. Okay. And I'm tired of the hate. Here are the common law states. Here we go. Common law. <coughs> Colorado. Okay. Iowa. Damn. Kansas. Montana. Montana. New Hampshire. Mm-mm. Oklahoma. Hell no. In Texas. Texas. All right, but Houston. It's uh, a lot of white women in all those states. But see, if I go to Houston, I'm going to fuck around running to Megan and one of her best friends. Be down there, body out of iron, bitch. Nah. I'm going to go to Colorado then. We're going to go to Aspen. I'm going to ski. Give me, a little, give me a little snow bunny on the, on the slopes. Me and Cardi down there getting high with these... <laughs> Mm-mm. But I owe the white woman car. I'm telling you, Kam- nah. Kamala Harris went white. She did. And ain't nobody talking about her. And look at her. She the vice president of the United States of America. Mm-mm. So what y'all saying about that? I'm straight. And wait a minute. Did she take her? Harris is a black last name. Is her husband last name Harris? She she did not take on his name. She didn't. Mm-mm. Look at this motherfucker. So she, wow. So this white man. I mean, I think that's like a newlywed couple. Ain't no niggas in none of those places. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to find me white women. I'm going to be the only nigga there. That way, they basketball team going to end up being sweet as hell from like 18 years from then. I'm going to go ahead and put one in there. Yeah, his name is Doug Imhoff. E-M-H-O-F-F. So our vice president did not take her husband's last name. And now she is one of the most second. She's the second most powerful person in the world. Are, are we still considered a power? I don't know. But she is... She didn't take his last name, man. I guess, damn, that's wild. 
I wouldn't know how to feel about that, dog. But, you know, I guess white guys, I mean, I guess they allow that shit. It's plenty in Oklahoma. She said it's plenty of niggas in Oklahoma. They all play for the Thunder. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's you know, I mean, they, Black or, or, Wall Street. Uh, that's still there? No, I mean, at one point in time. But, I mean, you know, Malcolm X's he dropped family the bomb originally on is from me. Oklahoma. Gap man from there, ain't they? Yeah, Gap man. You dropped a bomb uh, on me. It's niggas everywhere. Yeah, I mean, like, I went to uh, Iowa. I Oklahoma can't think of, City. what was we supposed to do? Waterloo. Nigga, Waterloo had about a, they, it was a city full of sevens, bro. Solid <laughs> bitches. Solid queens out there. Oasis. Just a bunch of sevens. If you're looking for a girl that ain't super fine, but just cute enough where you like, you know what? And they just treat you good because they know, like, nigga, this, we sevens here. We cool with that. Mm-hmm. But they was cold. It was like a, a whole, like solid sevens, strong sevens. Mm. Shout out to, to, to Waterloo, Iowa. They out there. There's niggas out there for sure. Um, Green Bay, uh, a lot of interracial relationships. A lot of pimps in Green Bay. A lot of black guys pimping white women. <laughs> Me and Leary and Jay, Jay Alexander, shout out to my guys. We went out there for a show when we first started doing comedy six months in. Me and Leary, we drove my Jeep Wrangler up there, nigga. Leary, we, we drove up there for $150 for one. Hey, man. Like I said, the $200 for... Uh, eight, eight hours of studio hours? time? I mean, it's... I mean, when you starting off doing this creative journey, you know, you you take the dollars that you can get. Kari, one fifty. Green Bay is like twelve hours from this bitch. I know exactly. So nigga, party. we the gas was ate up, nigga, by the time right before nigga, when we got to uh Chicago, nigga. Yeah, I know. And it's still eight hours to get to Green Bay and then we came back and then they didn't even pay us. Yeah. Like we were sitting around waiting on the bread, bro. That was a hell of an experience. But like I said, I learned that it's a lot of, at the time, Brett Favre was the quarterback there. But Brett Favre was there, and it's a lot of pimps that pimp white women. They was in that bitch, and they was there, and they was laughing, and niggas was like, man, I got you a little white bitch. And I, at that time, I was like, nigga, I ain't got no I got no money to trick with you, old nigga. Like, they ain't paid Leary yet. Like, nigga, we was going to bust that little 150 down. <laughs> I was like, nigga, let me get a little bit of that, man. This nigga got something for me. Gap band, you got to get your kids. White schools, the teachers, conference. I don't want a parent. I just want to wait. Uh, they were visiting. Yeah, they was visiting Oklahoma. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't know how much time we is. And uh, my shit just died. Just went right out, Instagram. Mm. So, I mean, ain't that something? That's fucked up. That was a good one, too. I hope it's safe, but I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know where we at, but, you know, we, we tackle some direct issues. We got some other Big things happening mm-hmm. uh, coming up in 2021. This was a strange-ass year, bro. It was, man. I mean, yeah, this this going to be the last one of the year. So, I mean, just to uh, just to recap the year, man, it's a lot went on. But if you look at it for real and really stare at it all, it was really, it, a lot of blessings happened. Even to you. Like, I ain't saying looking on the outside, looking in. Hey, it was a lot of blessed things that went down, dog. Yeah. So, uh, you hopefully you learned a lot about yourself. I feel like I learned a lot about myself. Uh, I traveled. I I found out that I got way more support out here in the world than yeah. I ever thought I did, and I tapped into that. I moved. I was uncomfortable. I was scared, but I was thriving. Then it forced me to come back home, and I hit a low, and then I realized I can pull myself out of that. And again, I did my 100th episode of this because it was nowhere to grab a mic, and I really found a love for this shit, the podcasting. Nigga, I'm learning how to work the board. I'm learning how to light. I'm learning how to record my own shit. So... Nigga, I came out this better, nigga. And my business is tight, and I'm out here. Okay, let me invest in this and invest in myself and put the merch together. So, dog, you know, I'm out here really. Uh, I feel good. I don't know how do you treat you, cuz. Yeah, man, everything was good this year. This was an interesting year, um, because it definitely was some people I know that have passed. Uh, the older I get, it's you know some of the people not not many directly 
more associates that have passed from COVID, but it's more people directly just of other things. You know, the older you get, the more you see people pass on. Mm-hmm. But along, like uh, a song that I wrote, I don't know how many people know I do music, but Kari rap for like, show. Uh, you know, you know, from from funerals to baby showers. So I, I saw a lot of people pass, but it's a lot of babies that came about this year too. Most definitely. You know, uh, I think we're gonna have a whole new baby surge soon too from all the COVID lock in. Uh, especially during the second surge, I think people are gonna be getting it in left and right. You know, yeah, I do too. But uh, along with that, uh, you know, business slow, big time. Didn't know what was gonna happen. If you came here, I didn't know how podcast was gonna pick up and go. Uh, you know, I have all types of you know, um, you know, the temperature check. You uh, maintained it though. Disinfectant, a lot of uh, paper towel, toilet tissue, and uh, business pick is picking up now. I didn't know what was going to happen and how it was going to happen, but it has. And just staying steady, being patient and reserved, low overhead, being smart about it. This new cool project we working on and just being creative yeah. and being willing to take that risk for creativity. Stepping outside your box, bro. Yeah. Stepping outside your box, That's man. We're challenging ourselves, dog. And I mean, once you do that, it increases the thing. It increases the one tool that you always leaned on. It was like you thought this was the only thing going to be it, and you felt like if you didn't focus on this and got distracted that you would lose. Going and stepping outside of yourself and trying other shit only strengthens what you really do. Like, all right, bet. All these things tie into each other and yeah, it's just it's, making it's, me stronger. Because I remember you was like, damn, dog, I don't know how I'm going to make money during this shit because shit kind of yeah. slowed up. But, nigga, you did it. I was worried. I was like, damn, man, Kari looking like he ain't. And nigga looking stressed and trying to figure it out. And, you know, got a million things. Because I had a million things on my mind. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Who knows? Niggas didn't know. It seemed like this year was never going to come to an end. Dog. It seemed like we was going to get here and be like. Yeah, Damn, and dog. we still like in that like a, a stage of like kicking the can. Like we don't know what's next, and really, I guess it just shows how fragile this whole structure is. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like from top to bottom, from president to to, to governor working. or whatever. Because yeah. even during the debate, when when Trump and Biden were debating over the coronavirus and how to handle it, and Biden said. You know, my first 100 days will be important and they got the vaccine out now. We still don't know. It's still so many unknowns worldwide where like systems and businesses and people that are, quote unquote, supposed to be experts. It's hard to know what's next, what to do. Should you care about the economy or should you care about, quote unquote, the health of people? Do you shut shit down? Do you open shit up? Even with your show coming up today, uh, I mean, tomorrow, yeah. I was like, damn, is shit open? And mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, shit's open, but I don't know what's open. I don't know what's closed. Like, yeah. it's hard to even tell what's going on. Nigga, the underground eating, like you said, nigga, I didn't know it was underground strip clubs. Yeah. Like, yeah. niggas is doing their shit. So it's like, and they was doing it online, but no, niggas is going to places, watching bitches get in, mm-hmm. just like they gambling in places. So, like, nigga, when, when they outlaw something, nigga, it's going to be outlaws that's going to do what and, they do. And then, but then now you get into like layers of like, um, of what's safer and what's not safer. Like, with your job, you interact with people all the time, but it's like, okay, you masked up yep. and, and in that space, but then it's like, okay, the person that goes out, you know, you, it's always like a, a, a external, like stranger danger of, okay, the type of person that's going to a secret party to see, you know, women strip during a pandemic is the type of person that I assume don't give a fuck. 
They you know don't. what I'm saying? That's very true. They don't give a fuck. You know, but maybe they do. Maybe it's like, okay, this is my birthday, and I've been shut in the rest of the days, and this is the one risk I'm going to take. Oh, no. Believe me, though. Like, I did this show before, and when I went in there, I, like I said, I was masked up. I went to a room by myself, and the niggas came in there, but I made sure I kept myself at a distance. But in reality, them niggas went in there with masks on, and I made fun of that. Like, niggas was sitting in here like... I, I literally said, nigga, it was no security. They didn't pat a nigga down, and they didn't take a nigga temperature. I'm saying it's a nigga in here with a four five and a hundred and five temp right now, <laughs> right now. We don't know. It's a nigga in here with a pistol and a fever, and niggas ain't even thinking nothing about it. And they niggas don't give a fuck, bro. Like they don't, but I do, and that's why I'm so like I'm 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 considering taking the vaccine because I feel like if I was to catch this shit. And I've been I've been around around situations where I was compromised that I could beat it off because for one, I'm taking care of myself and my immunities. I'm working out and I'm in good shape. But I fear that if I get it, I might pass it on to somebody who can't get rid of it. So it's yeah. almost my responsibility to be like, all right, I gotta make sure I can't get it and give it to somebody like my daughter's great grandma who watches yeah. her a lot. So that's when the pressure is on me to be like, ah, I don't trust this shit. But I would be devastated if I was to think that I caught it and then I passed it on and passed it on to somebody else. So that's where I'm at. That's where my dilemma lands. You know yeah. what I'm saying, Liza? And I mean, you know, I do a lot of caretaking for my aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird because like I'll make runs, pick up stuff from from the store for her and I'm thinking through everything but mm-hmm. even she's staying in Jeffersonian yeah. so like in the Jeffersonian right now I don't know if people have ever been in there but it's a big apartment building in Detroit but one of the elevators don't work so it forces some of the people you know that don't wear masks you know one time it was two dudes without masks and then it's like okay now do I say yo man you see all these signs why aren't you wearing a mask mm-hmm. but then it's like am I gonna get on some Karen, Karen shit over this motherfucker not wearing a mask yeah. when clearly, you know, they got the I don't give a fuck attitude. They don't. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, am I going to get into a confrontation where I'm throwing hands on the elevator with a motherfucker over saying like, yo, my G, throw on a mask. Do you? Will a mask save us? Will it not save us? I don't know, but if it's a precaution we can make, it's like, it's like putting on a... Uh, seatbelt. Yeah, it's like putting on a seatbelt on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Technically, I assume the inertia going to keep me in my motherfucking seat on the Millennium Force. Yeah. But I'm going to still wear the motherfucking seatbelt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be like, yo, gravity going to keep me in my seat on the Millennium yeah, Force. Yeah, I trust gravity. Man, fly out this motherfucker. Yeah, nigga. You're not lying. You, and then, like you said, I mean, all you can do is protect yourself. Like, on the road, bro, you would think other people would be more considerate of driving. And my dad always yeah. said, you're supposed to be a defensive driver. Yeah. So you can't think that this person is going to consider your car and your life when driving. You have to protect yourself. So, like you said, niggas walk around with no mask on, I just make sure I keep mine on. Because if that's what's going to keep me safe, cool. I can't be like, hey, if we all had masks on, at the end of the day, I guess if everybody else had their mask on, I could take mine off. But no, nigga, you got to keep yours on, protect yourself and your people. So, the end of the day dog just do what you can do to protect yourself and your family and don't get caught up in my opinion on it being just straight up uh 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 stubborn to the point where you're not open to considering certain shit like you know what i'm saying like this vaccine it could be fucking tuskegee airman all over again or it could be our way of having living a normal life again and not having to worry about this shit uh yeah some of it is 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 challenging all of our critical thinking skills Mm -hmm. where we have to make some critical thinking decisions about how we move, where we go, who we who we associate with, how them people get down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the other thing is, you know, and I, I definitely connect with younger people because if I was younger, like my dad has been real on some shutdown shit. But at his age, we had a long talk one day where he was like, yo, at my age, I'm like a big 
I'm I'm hey, I'm really? big in I'm big for the family. So I can't really get down. And my dad's one of them, you know, my dad in a lot of ways better shaped than me. Always, you know, on his shit. Push ups, planks, sit ups, but still got other just black man in his sixties shit. That come with you know that. what I'm saying? That come with being a black man in his sixties. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like you say, being in shape is one of the things. I'm taking my vitamins like ever. Yep. And you know how much I run. Like you always be like, damn, great. Like the one person that work out and never <laughs> lose weight and shit. Yeah. It'd be the diet shit. Like uh-huh. you you said that in one of the episodes too. But like I stay running because I was always saying that, like, okay. If this is respiratory, yep. the minute that I can't hit my miles the way that I usually hit my miles, you know what's up. something's going on. You know what I'm saying? And I'm clearing my lungs. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, focus as much as I possibly can where you're right. I want to be boost my immunity was my thought process immediately. Like, mm-hmm. let me be ready to fight this shit off, which I really probably should have been thinking like that any goddamn way. Just for, yeah, just for your, just just for for your quality regular, of life. Yeah. yeah, but this only heightened that. And like I say, I mean, even with the business I do, if I want to get to 2022, but I can easily see like certain business opportunities and how I look at stuff saying, no, I need that opportunity. Yeah. And if if, if the opportunities in my face and it's like, damn, this is a big enough opportunity, man. Fuck it. I'm glad I got a relationship with my PCP for everybody that don't have a primary care physician. My primary care physician is Dr. Thomas with Plum Health and it's direct primary care, meaning that you can pay as you go. Uh, And when I started off and I was like, you know, this is the first doctor I've had a good relationship with for years. He's also a pharmacist. So most prescriptions will be way cheaper and all dudes, you know, I know how black men are and how we are about doctors and shit. I feel where you coming from, Mm -hmm. you know, but uh, even if you sign up with him, it is a monthly charge. So signing up with them, you're going to pay $40 for your first month. You can just go sign up for that one month and then cancel. And you can be that straight up with them. Like, yo, I just want to get checked the fuck out. You know, mm. they'll run your blood work. He'll send it in. Uh, you know, if you haven't had your blood work run, you know, testing for all of that early shit, diabetes, heart disease, Damn. Um, you know, high blood pressure, you know, or high, heart, high, hypertension, as yeah. they say. So, you know, you know, getting that shit guy, checked out. black guy, white guy, what is it? He he definitely a white dude, okay, but he up. one of the coolest white dudes I know. And we even talk about vaccines all the time. Like I, I he's been pushing the flu vaccine on me for about five years, and he always know he almost walk in and laugh. Like I know you ain't taking this vaccine, yeah. And, and you know we laugh about it. But he ex- sat down, he sits down and explains things for people that don't have a doctor. Um, I was looking at the uh, signing up for the the healthcare marketplace. And I, you know, I let it lapse because when I first signed up for the, uh, as they call it, Obamacare, that shit was like $75 a month. For whatever reason, that shit shot up to like $275 a month. And it's like, eh, I got my direct primary care doctor. I feel straight. But at the same time, I'm exposed now because the deadline was two days ago. It was December 15th. Mm -hmm. So if you plan on getting direct, if you plan on getting health care from the government right now, you're going to have to wait till the open enrollment next November. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? You missed that deadline. So I'm definitely on a surfboard with this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Going with the wave. You're trying to ride it out. Figure I'm, it out as I'm you go along. I'm out the wave. I'm glad I got my PCP. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to him. He pay for whatever the fuck I need through him. But other than that, yo, I'm like a lot of cats. You know what I'm saying? And I know it's a lot of people without insurance out here. So, 
you know. And then if you do have insurance, like I'm, I feel like I'm giving the the logic of this shit. But no. you know, I've had insurance before. It's the science of that insurance shit. Mm. Meaning that if you have a job, just because you fill out the paperwork, don't necessarily mean you. You insure. Mm-hmm. You have to go to whoever the primary care physician is in that network. You have to check in with that network. You can't just be like, hey, I got insurance and you I'm know covered. my kid yeah. fell down and I'm covered. You have to you have to go through the steps because they're gonna be like, Where are you at on the network? They're going to have to check you out. They're not just about to give you thousands of dollars worth of medical attention mm-hmm. and you haven't even checked in with that network. You know, and that shit took time. And it was so funny, it was when I was 29 I had a girlfriend she was staying with me and see this is where like having women that know shit and you don't know shit you be so ignorant perfect because she broke everything down for me because I was just ignorant to this whole shit because you know how it is when you get coverage they send you that big ass folder yeah with your car and you like what the fuck is this you just I just tear the car off I bet I'm good I got insurance I'm good now hell fuck no if you don't go to the primary care physician that they say if you don't know which hospitals you supposed to go to if you don't check in with all of that and she had me do that shit I felt like a child yeah where I'm like god damn this is it was it was emasculating. I'm yeah. like, damn, I'm a grown ass man, and I don't even know how to fucking do this shit. Bro, and I, every day is a new discovery for me. Like that, they be like, bro, I have no idea adult shit aside from make money, pay bills. Like you say, that kind of shit, bro. I have not really tapped into like nigga getting checkups, doing all that, which is important. But by the time you know, by the time you realize it, nigga, you like, oh, I gotta wait till November now. I didn't know, so it's a yeah. learning process, dog. And Kari said here really just threw a mm-hmm. lot of game out there. You know what I'm saying? And um. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's it's some game to have at this time with COVID because if you find yourself at one of the the urgent cares or the treatment centers or the facilities and shit like that, they will hit you with a motherfucking bill. Dumbass bill. They will hit you with a huge bill. Dumbass bill. If you just go straight to emergency and right now they dropping you off like right at the fucking front door, you know, my... The ambulance and then nigga. Yeah, because it's COVID and it's limited access to a hospital. It ain't like back in the day. They're going to get you out and they're going to hit you off with that motherfucking bill. You know? Boy, I'm telling you. I ain't even mean to push y'all towards the end of that bitch, but I think that yeah. message needed to be heard out there. So, uh, like he said, man, do your research. Do your due diligence, man. Go out there, do your Googles, and figure out what it is you need to have and prepare, man. Because if you listen to this podcast, man, you're probably a grown man. And, and yeah. you don't know what's going on. And, you know, you just got a little bit of information. And hopefully this leads you to get more information. That way you know what's going on. And, man, just figure it out, man. Take care of yourself, dog. And um, before we get out of here, because like I said, this is going to be the last one of the year. Real quick, since we won't be on here, E40 or short, too short. Who you think? Versus. Ah, that's deep. That's deep. I'm gonna try to make this real quick. E40 obviously is a doper MC, but short. I love Too Short's music a whole lot more. I can say niggas and niggas on this side. I mean, they love both of them here because the Bay yeah. and we fuck with it. But I think niggas here, Too Short, he just resonated a little more Bro. with niggas out here. Bro, I met. Too Short was the co- one of the coolest celebrities I met. And it's so weird. And that's the thing about, like, you know, when people make it seem like I'm somebody. It's like, damn, this shit be weird. And the impression you can leave just in a short amount of time. You, you've been in that zone, too, as yeah, a comedian. Yeah. Like, getting off the stage and just, you know, kicking it with somebody. Mm-hmm. It was, this shit may have been, like, 2006, 2007. Okay. Shed, remember, Shed was doing a party over at... Uh, you know, I'm gonna call it. You know, um, I'm gonna call it the downtown version of Steve Soul Food, but they call that what East Franklin or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think so. So it's the patio side. Too short did his whole set, 
Because mm-hmm. I know Shed, Shed gave me like the VIP passes. Okay. I swear to God, I've never seen more like 40-year-old women bad as hell. Oh, yeah. Upstairs. Uh-huh. And Short was still maneuvering around, and somehow he was just like, ended up close to us. And he was like, yo, what's up, my G? Short like chopped it up with us and talked about how much he loved Detroit, how it put him on, uh, how Detroit always fucked with him. Mm-hmm. And like... It's like, yo, short. She's bad as it. Like, dude, this is like the baddest bitch I've this, seen. I ain't yeah, never even seen like, her out here like this. And yeah, she's yeah. It's like, short. If I would not be having this conversation with my black ass if I'm you, bro. Yeah. But he he almost was like unfazed of that shit. Cause you gotta think he's too short. Everywhere he go, these bitches grew up on his music. These hoes are in Oklahoma, nigga. They out in New York, nigga. They down in Florida. When he go around, too short around them bitches. But that's not the first time I've ever heard that too short was like the coolest nigga they've ever met. Bro. Like out of out of celebrities and just yes. regular niggas. Like too short just yes. was a cool nigga. I Dude. heard that. And, and I mean, it, it's crazy they other people tell that story. Like like you almost would not even think like. He was that cool. Like it, it fucked you up. How cool it, it fucked me up. How cool short was. I heard everybody forty two, but mm-hmm. I know niggas around here fuck with both of them niggas hard. So I just want to ask you, being a straight hip hop head, because both of them dudes' catalogs is like ridiculous. Yeah, nah, nah. As a rapper, like I say, E forty is E forty is a way better rapper. I yeah, mean, with the language and shit like that. But too short makes songs, and like they say, he can hold his own. Like he even said on, uh, you know, the world is filled with pimps and hoes with Biggie and them. Like I mean, he was a spin game. It's like his, he still can spit. Like like you know, but his 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 whole mo as a game spitter is different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The character of Shorty the pimp. Uh-huh. You know his story, like. You know, it's almost like it's definitely a caricature, mm-hmm. um, misogynistic in a lot of ways, um, but it's still some shit that just is a part of like some Detroit culture shit. Yeah, and Bay Area too, like forty as well. I think it depends on like how they start off. If Too Short wanna wanna bring it to him, he can bring it to him. But if Too Short ease up. You know, I think they gonna go. breeze through it. I think, uh, in my opinion, like you said, he being a better rapper, he forty. I, I almost make the comparison to like Biggie and Pac. Like niggas always ask me, like, all right, who better? I'm like, Biggie by far is the better rapper. Yes, like Biggie in hip hop, if it's just rapping and all the shit that make yeah. you a good rapper, he got Pac. But overall, yeah. as an artist, which comes to be like the acting, the the ability to rap, the way the music impact people, the way you impact yeah. culture. Tupac overall, and that's why I fuck yeah, with Pac. I mean, and I look at E40, yeah. and then I look at E40, and I look at Too Short, damn near the same, because it's almost like Too Short's persona is so much bigger, and E40 is just like the better rap nigga, and it's just like that's where they kind of like even out at, because like nigga Too Short, it, it's 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 along the same lines, and 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 Forty, um, amazing, but it's like you say, like Too Short has, I think he can make a song better, but Too Short's one of the best. And 40 can make a song too, but like, it's just like with Pop. Pop can make a song better. Yeah. Like, you know, the way Too Short, you know, Money in the Ghetto. Uh, one thing that's missing from our Too Short mix now is that song he did with Lil Kim way back in the day, Call Me. Oh, that, yeah, that shit was, was dope as yeah, hell. That was hard. You know what I'm I saying? I'm gonna say that was on the Sprung soundtrack, but, um, you know, like, Too Short can make a song. Uh, you know, Blow the Whistle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm the Life of the Party. Uh, Got some Lil John, let my nuts go. Shit, that was one of my favorite shit. You know what I'm saying? That, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, it's gonna be a good ass. Shake that monkey. Yeah. Uh, you know, pimpology. I'm a player. 
you know, I getting remember, it. I remember Blowjob Betty was like the wildest shit I ever heard in my life. Yeah, Freaky Tales, these uh, are cocktails, the, the Freaky Tale. Yeah, um, you know what I'm saying. I'm just naming these off off my dome. The Ghetto, uh, like Too Short gonna play some shit. You might, damn, I forgot about that bitch. Like mm-hmm. oh, I forgot Too Short did that, and then he's like the most sampled nigga. Around like I've heard that he's like niggas sampled his voice on a lot of a lot of yeah. shit. I mean, you know, the world is filled with pimps and hoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Real niggas do real things with with Jay. Uh, you know, and that's the other thing. He got features for days too. Forty got features too, yeah. but Too Short has some classic features. But the feature with Jay, like, it's a lot of niggas now can't get a feature with Jay. Yeah, and like. E-40 as big as he is, he ain't got one shit. Nigga, his nigga's like, man, I wish I had one with Jay. Yeah. Short got one. And for the, from what I heard, the world's full of pimps and hoes. I feel like I heard Short got the nigga on that I bitch. think, yeah. You know, I had a whole lot of bitches in my lifetime. I've been blessed with the game. Always say the right lines. I had a few prostitutes. And if you knew the truth, they like pimps. You can't let them do it to you. See? And that's better than Biggie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so to a me, Biggie and Jay Z was on that show? No, no, show? it was just Biggie, Puffy, and uh Biggie, Puffy, and Short. Okay. And I think Short's verse was the dopest shit. And when he was talking at the end, like I'm 30 years old. That bitch been hoeing since I was in ninth grade and shit. Yeah. You know, like it's like I had a few prostitutes, but they knew the truth. They like pimps. You can't let them do it to you. She ain't no sucker. Yeah. I know that bitch, man. She want to be a pretty woman loving a rich man. Now here you come. Drop top riding. You ain't no pimp fake nigga. Stop lying. Yeah. Pussy make money. Stick to the business. Think about the real motherfuckers that live the street life. Pimp shit. Like he even was like pausing where it's like, damn, too short. Actually go. got on. Like it almost was like, um. You know, watching a basketball player that is like, like, here go the classic version. T-Mac. A bunch of people was like, T-Mac can hoop. T-Mac can hoop when he was in Toronto. And I just didn't see it because Toronto didn't have him in the right system. Yeah. Then he went to Orlando. It's like, damn, Damn. this motherfucker is good as Kobe. Shit, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It was like, they put him on a song with Biggie and it was like, oh, I can do this shit too. He he rose to the level of competition. Exactly. And it was like, it threw me the fuck off where it's like, sure, it's Bitten better than Biggie. I gotta go watch that. Uh, I don't know what interview, but he talked about that. He said the nigga Biggie went no pen, no paper. Went dropped this shit. He was like Puff went said whatever the fuck somebody wrote for him, and he said, "Man, these niggas is rapping." He's like, "Well, I'm just gonna go and do that game. I'm just tell these niggas about where I'm from." Like, and yeah. that nigga went in there and just dropped that shit. And I'm finna go listen to that when I get in the motherfucking Bro, car because I love to hear shit it. Is one of my favorite verses. Because uh, ever because like, you a rap nigga. Bro, it's one of my because like just the way it hit and it's like. You know what I'm saying? It's like the reality like of it. It's the almost... way, yeah, the way that it hit. It's, it's, you know, it's on another level of like just, you know, hitting like where it's like, damn, that shit. Like you, you don't even. It's like he talking to you, spitting game. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was that that moment. I hear the nigga Charlamagne say that where some niggas just get on that level where it was just supernatural. Where it was like it wasn't nothing you could do with that nigga at that moment. Like that yeah. verse came from somewhere. He pulled that mm-hmm. out of a place that. A lot of niggas don't get to tap into that. And like you say, to be with Biggie, literally one of the greatest niggas to yeah, ever yeah, do yeah. that shit and go in there and come out with some shit where a nigga like a backpack nigga such as yourself or a nigga just as a snob, like I feel like I'm a snob when it comes to comedy and you a snob when it comes to hip hop, yeah, yeah. that to hear some shit and be like, you don't really even consider that nigga a rapper, a MC, put it like that. But then for him to go in there and go off like that, it's damn near like, damn, Iverson really just crossed over Jordan. Like that nigga really yeah. came through and pulled that bitch up. Mm-hmm. I think I think also you got the you know so like some of the features gonna be classic like E40 his verse on uh, 
his verse on Five on it, the remix. Looney's was obviously beefing with Short at that time. Mm -hmm. But uh, so that's going to be classic right there. I mean, Captain save is still one of the funniest Funny rap videos. I mean, right now, I mean, I still shoot that gif out of the Captain save dancing. Yeah. That's still one of the funniest gifs All ever. All time. You know, so, you know, Sprinkle Me, um, you know, Function. One Love. One Love. Um you know, I guess play his ball, even though it's short and E40, is still technically a E40 song. They both on that bitch. I so, mean, they probably gonna play that, and that's gonna be that draw you know, bitch. Like, all right, bet. This I is mean, the first one or the last one. And then, you know, and then you got all that hyphy shit too. Like, tell me where to go. You got, you know. Nope. Yep. You don't think so? Oh, nope. Yeah, that song. The, the nope. I, I wasn't a big fan, but, but that's gonna, play. gonna that bitch get hit. played. That bitch hit. That's gonna that's gonna get played. Uh what you call it more maybe more of my shit. Like <laughs> you and that monkey may be one of the You funniest. and that monkey. T paint on that. But you know the crazy part about this shit is I think this is gonna turn out to be one of the better verses. Like they two legends, but I think it's just gonna be the best one to watch and be like, damn, like niggas they gonna gain new fans on the mm. energy. Cause I remember like watching verses and like nigga. Rick Ross and fucking Two James, that was a weird energy. Like it felt weird. This one's gonna be like the complete opposite of what we feel with Gucci and Jeezy. Yeah. Where we was is. nervous and I think we're gonna watch this shit and be like, them niggas just got mad respect for each but other. They do. They and do. they dropping an album. But That's they, how they get they out it together. Before. Like I like the, you know, one of my class, you know, nigga don't act like a bitch. Which I don't know who would play that, but you know. My nigga, I'm gonna tell this story real quick about this song. I was performing at Eastern Michigan, <laughs> and it was a it was a guy, and if niggas know, it was a guy that used to be on campus, and the niggas just they used to swear he was like the most irritating nigga. He used to rap and sing uh, and hip roll all the time. So every year he would get into <laughs> he did he used to hip roll. That show you how long ago this was. This nigga used to get into this uh, competition like an Apollo every year, and they would just. Hold this nigga and boom him on stage. Mm. So the nigga was like, he talk, he just started talking to me, I guess, because everybody else knew him and I didn't. He's like, yeah, bro, these niggas around here be hating on me, but I got something for their ass this year. The nigga went out there, right, and I'm watching from my high stage. So I got to see who this nigga is and why they booing. He must be terrible. This, he went out there, he put a mask on. They started playing Nicki Minaj's Monster, and this nigga came out, and I'm and, and like, I'm talking about dancing his ass off to the point the whole fucking auditorium is on their feet with this nigga. Like, he fucking it up. Monster, Monster. Everybody knows I'm a motherfucking monster. And it was like that part where the beat dropped. This nigga took his mask off, and everybody was like, <laughs> and then this nigga was like fuck y'all and then the DJ was like nigga don't act like a bitch I'm talking about I've never seen nothing like that he had them like niggas was watching him like this is the greatest dancer we've ever wow. seen and when the nigga put his mask off cause it was like Halloween wow. niggas was like everybody looked around was like oh hell no boom <laughs> and nigga the DJ was like nigga don't act like a bitch and that bitch hit so hard and that nigga was in the back crying. I remember going back and he Damn, was crying. Bro. And he was just like, man, that's this is fucked up. Yeah, it was fucked up. So that's that song just made me think about that. Damn. But Damn. I was just gonna say in that it, it's something about and see, this is my motherfucking dirty mind. Cause that you and that monkey, cause candy on that song too. Yeah. Shout out and to When candy. she say, What you gonna do with this pussy? Just the way she say that, it's like, Damn. Damn. After she said that, it changed the whole way I listen to Escape. Look at her, cause yeah. it's like, cause we damn, she, it's like she oh did, yeah, shit. And then you know she had it. That lets you know what it, you gonna do with this. It's like it lets you know what she had in her. Well, it lets you know what she had in her. And then now to look down the road, she doing shows called like she got toys, sex toys that play Bro. music, and she do her own thing like uh, Candy Sex Dungeon. It was in her. We just Bro. never knew. No, cause it's like. 
that phrase right there for, for, for y'all women for y'all women that's listening to this shit still tapped in if you ever hit a dude off with that shit it's over with eat, eat. start taking your prenatal vitamins <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do with this pussy? What like, you gonna do with this pussy? This nigga done like, get me up. Out. I'm about to go in here and go and get on my base shit on the way to the crib. <laughs> it sound like the battle gonna be the shit, man. Hey, man, everybody yeah. listening, uh, 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 we gotta do it the right way. All right, 17-year-old Kari, man, ending off 2020. Uh, knowing what you know now, what would you say to your 17-year-old self? All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually, you know, I've been sometimes silly recently, but I'm gonna say some real shit. So... 17-year-old me, I usually say, like, be more patient, be more present, things like that. But I'm going to be less abstract. Mm. Have more conversations with the big homies. Mm -hmm. As I was having a conversation with my godmother today. Well, not today. Yesterday. And it's so interesting. Like, just some of the big homies that's around, how long they going to be here. Yeah. And then you look up and it's like, you the big homie. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a... It's so weird. I'm about to be 38 on the 23rd. So now I got little homies that look to me and I got to feed off of energy of people that done passed away. Yeah. And, and it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel more of the spirits, you know, especially when it's this time, like, I don't know what it is around my birthday. You know, you hear, you hear that uh, that heat knocking around the vent, and it's like, okay, is that a ghost or is that, you know, the heat knocking? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? I'm tweaking. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? But either way, it's just more empowerment. So talk to the big homies a whole lot more because the more you can spend time with big homies, mm -hmm. and then even, even with this one, the 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 big homie we both shared that uh, we honoring cool. his passing and Kool-Aid, like... It's like, damn, two, man, two I often think about that shit. Like, damn, like, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? And I know y'all was like, man, Kari, Kari fanning out on Kool-Aid like a motherfucker. But it's mm -hmm. like, dude, Kool-Aid was a big part of my maturation in doing entertainment business and just doing it in a certain way. So it's like big homies. Like, I can't even tell you. Like, it's, you know, people say it's no amount of money or whatever, but like, Shit to just sit and have another two hour discussion with Kool Aid. Yeah, man, that shit, that shit would be big. A nigga, a nigga pay down anything. Fifteen thousand, I get it. You know what I'm saying? That just show you how precious time is. So I get what you're saying. If uh, all right, um, if I had some advice for seventeen year old Josh, especially me being what thirty six now, uh, it would be don't be scared to reinvent yourself, man, and um, try different stuff, put yourself in different spaces, and just keep failing. Like I'm probably already said this, but it's like it's okay because nigga. You don't learn until you figure out you don't know what the fuck you doing. Like, you know, you think you gonna you think that nigga that they invented the iPhone and they figured it out right away. No, nigga, it was trial and error. They fucked up and they figured it out. They figured it out and then it became the greatest thing in the world. So do not be scared to try something and then reinvent yourself. Like, nigga, just cause I'm a comedian, that don't mean I can't sell apparel and then it turned into something that niggas might like and that don't mean i can't invest into uh medicinal marijuana and that don't mean that i can't try this and try that put your hand in everything because you don't know where you're going like the gift the keys god give you is to open up doors so he gave me the gift of comedy and everything that i've got that i'm invested in now has come through comedy like comedy is t touched in some way to where now nigga i got a network of people that i can reach out to and different resources so do not be scared to reinvent yourself and the older you get 
the faster time goes by. Nigga, we were 17, and then, nigga, time started flying. Boom, boom, 18, 19, 20. And, nigga, the older you get, the more you start watching the clock and watching the calendar and looking at dates and having kids, the time go by faster. So, nigga, do it now. You could have been a millionaire by the time you were 17. You could have been a millionaire by the time you was 18, but you didn't know. And now we starting to realize that. So, nigga, take all the chances you can now, nigga. Uh, chances to make champions. So, uh, happy New Year to everybody out there, man. Thank you for listening. Hey, congratulations to Pipe on her 100th episode. Keep doing what you're doing, mama. Uh, 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 she's a sister on this show, you know what I'm saying? And uh, like I said, man, happy New Year, man. Be safe. And whatever you did last year on New Year's, do not do it again this year because look what the fuck happened. So do the complete <laughs> opposite of whatever the fuck you did last year. If you, whoever you fuck, don't kiss that bitch. If you, if you went out, stay your ass home. If you wore blue, wear red. Do the complete opposite this year because nigga, we did not know what the fuck was finna happen so thank yeah. y'all for listening man i appreciate your continued support man be blessed man have a good night peace you're listening yeah, to the detroit is different after dark podcast network